Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what that meant. Yeah, what did that mean? I, I don't know, but I just laid, you know, laid it on the line with him. I gave him a little, ah, ah, Well, let's ah, hear it. we ah, got one guy ah. on the station, one of our sports nerds that I'm talking to right now that's got the balls to say, hey, they stunk, they suck. Oh, back with a, the Scott. Dolphins, back with a vagina. They were just yeah, a exactly. gaping vagina. That was the Jace, most pathetic, Jace mismanaged. Jay has a vagina. It's official. Scott Farrell just announced to South Florida that Jay Fiedler officially has a vagina. Nice See, duck he threw to the sideline, huh? See, my team, the uh, Patriots, we got our ass wiped, but I'd rather get beat 31 nothing and not show up at all by, like, a, a fairly real team than lose by one point to a girls' team. That would be bad. You know what my dad used to call it? Our quarterback still looks good, yes? The, my dad used to see, you're right, uh, he threw three TDs, but that duck to the sideline reminded me of Neil O'Donnell in the Super Bowl with Larry Brown. Uh, all I have to say is, uh, you know, <laughs> This guy throws ducks. He's average at best. Their coach is the same coach that coached the Bears to like two wins every every year. Uh, they looked like they were standing around on their heels. Page out of the Ali Sherman songbook, and that is that Jews aren't supposed to handle pigskin. You know oh my God! You know, Maybe, no. and not even foreskin. They're definitely not pigskin. How about the clock? They 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 used their timeouts two minutes into the half. It was over. Do you really think I watched that crap? No. You must be dreaming. You were probably watching the Marlins. It was almost hockey season, baby. I know. Yeah, they're starting training camp, which is worse than the NFL preseason. There's, if there's one thing the world needs less of, it's NHL preseason games. And the Leafs are going to sign Terry uh, Sawchuk. going to come back and play goal. He's coming back from the yeah. dead. Who is their goalie? Who's the Leafs goalie? Eddie the Beagle, man. You better oh, get God. Rid of I know. Eddie, Eddie Belfort, he, you know, he races cars when he's not playing hockey. He should start doing that more often. He just turned he 85. He's going to be great. He's too old. Bar. He can't win. There's no yeah. way he can win. The kid down here in Florida is ten times better than he is. How about that Andy Roddick and Mandy Moore, huh? I thought Andy Roddick played great. He Finally, he'll move out of my condo today because he hasn't had any money. But now that he got a million dollars, he's moving up. Yeah, he's okay in my book. How about that? That's boring, though, watching him just serve 140 miles an hour. You'd probably and the guy rather watch him bone uh, Mandy Moore, wouldn't you? I'd rather watch uh, Jennifer Capriati bone a horse. Or would you rather watch Jared Leto bone Britney Spears? That's That would be a good pull question. Pull uh, question. <laughs> throw in, Yeah, throw in Madonna into the mix and you got a big action oh, threesome. Geez. Get that tongue out of there, bitch. I don't think anything, that didn't phase me at all when I saw that happen. I just was like, uh, you know, whatever. No, but I mean, you, when you put the Dennis Rodman factor in, knowing that she was even in the same room with that uh, scumbag, it, it just... He got busted police, again last week. It you and I, I, the whole thing, yeah, I know. Yeah, we were talking about That's that. That's old news, Scott. We had that on Friday. I know, we I had it, right I had it before you. We're on top of it. Did yeah. you? Yeah, I talked about it because I used to be, I used to well, do Rodman's because, show. probably because you're on before me. I know, I, I used to do, I used to host his stupid world tour show on MTV. And I you know why good the Dolphins have got this jinx now, don't you? Why? His name is... Absolutely. Mo, it's the Mo Jinx. Yeah, Mo was in here today uh, looking at uh, ways to reflect back on the tough loss. Listen, there was nothing tough about it. They were going to lose that game. Anytime you give up five field goals in an NFL game, you're going to lose. And that's how, his, that's how you beat the Dolphins. tough loss, and he said it's tough love, his relationship with Jay Fiedler. By the way, I'm looking at the schedule. I didn't realize this. This is a regular thing. Now, this Thursday morning, seven. what is it, 6.45 to 7 a.m., he's got Jay Fiedler on, so obviously we're paying him. So it's a regular segment. That ought to be pleasant. Yeah, how, how would you like to be at uh, Dan Labatard's show tonight with Ricky Williams of the Cleveland? Are people going to throw eggs? Can you imagine how deep that Moe's uh, tongue is going to be up Jay Fiedler's ass? Several inches. About 30, man. Yeah. You know, what? I'd ask him, hey, how big was the ass that you licked with that pass to the sideline with four minutes left, you dildo? Yeah. 
That's what, what real NFL mean? fans say when they're leaving. You can hear the cussing still in the parking lot today, what's like the, the what's echoes. What's the story with Chad Pennington? How uh, how long is he going to be? He's going to be out at least eight weeks. Oh, for so in other words, they got Vinny again on Sunday. Yeah, they're going to have a shot. The Dolphins should be able to get to Vinny, but they couldn't get to David Carr against the worst offensive line in the history of the NFL. And then yeah, this but David year, Carr looks a lot better than Vinny. Well, but David uh, Carr is a lot better than Vinny, and he's got a great arm. But they protected him. That was the key. Jason Taylor couldn't get to him. Yeah. And neither could anyone else. Uh, Junior Seau blitzed five times. He never got close. Did you talk about that shooting in Zoe's Barbershop? Oh, but I hope somebody got shot. They did. You didn't see the story? No, I didn't. Hip-hop executive identified a shooting victim at Morning's Miami Barbershop. Two guys got fatally shot. It was like, uh, you know, a Joey Zaza thing. Well, I was reading this story. Two teens accused of searching for marijuana and a dealer dialed the wrong number. They called the cop's office. Instead, they got arrested. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I'll leave you on this exciting note, because I know just the word organ gets you all whipped up into a frenzy. Yeah. I'm sitting here squeezing my organ. And you know why? Why? Because on the front page of the National Post, a gigantic article, the research shows that fat is an organ. So sweet. I'm squeezing my organ here, and it's legal. That is And boy, there's sure a lot of it. But you've been losing weight. You've stopped eating Klondikes, right? What? 187. That's my low oh, for almost what I a year. When I come back, I'm going to be so slim, you're going to think I'm uh, Brad Pitt. You know, uh... Well, that would be something else. Yeah. That would I'm be, serious. When you see me again, I'm going to be like slim and uh, ugly. So you're going to look like Brad Pitt driving your car. As opposed to Corvette. fat and ugly. Yeah, that's great. Hey, listen, can I just uh, run I beside like your car when pits. you drive so that I can uh, convince these people here that I need a car? No problem. I don't, I don't drive anything. I got nothing. They still don't have you a car? They don't have anything for me except headaches. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas this week, too, with Zach on a 15-hour flight Todd Greg set me up with. Are you really? Yeah, and he flew me Almost back Sunday night at 1 in the morning. Stops. Yeah, I'm coming back Sunday night at 1 in the morning. Got to be here to do the show at 7. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, uh, have a nice day, Neil. You too, Scott. Good See luck ya. to you. And your organ. Okay, f***ing blow. Dolphins, they're the worst football team. They flub the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. <laughs> they're on the ground, that's where they'll stay. They're never in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking toilet bowl because they're the Miami Dolphins. Oh. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32, man. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, don't bet on them, you'll always lose. They don't know how to tackle, they don't know how to block. No, their coaches ought to tell them to put Bengay in their jocks. Then they would run much faster, and even in defeat. When we go to the stadium, we'll see Miami Heat, and they're the... Miami Dolphins, huh? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, the team that hasn't got a clue. Miami has the Dolphins, but the Dolphins have no fans. Just 50,000 assholes. Sitting in the stands, they watch the game and all they do is moan and gripe and bitch. I wonder how Joe Robbie got to be so goddamn rich. And they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, 
Miami Dolphins number how many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. I hear the crowd begin to boo. The Dolphins have Jay Fiedler, that quarterback's a Jew. Run down the field and he will throw a pass over you. He'll never win a Super Bowl, you shouldn't be surprised. When he gets cut, that doesn't mean that he was circumcised. And they're the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Jay calls his signals in Hebrew. <laughs> the Dolphins have no defense and their offense is a joke. Like George Bush eating pretzels, you know they're gonna choke. They'll always disappoint you when they're in a playoff race. With fewer points than pockmarks on Heisinga's ugly face. And they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number, oh what the hell, 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, now they're through. All right. 1010 at 560 WQM. 1010 wins New York. 1010 CFRB Toronto. Remember those days? No, you don't. Nope. Well, that's when AM radio was like really worth listening to as opposed to just oh. <laughs> a bunch of noise and no speaking English people. And don't forget, sports. by the way, boys and girls, words to live by. The toes you step on today might be attached to the ass you have to kiss someday. I love that. The only problem is Scott already knew that. Yeah, he did. Scott, who's not getting paid yet, by the way, did Clarence, uh, Clarence never made the appearance this morning, right? Not, not in here. I think that, uh, maybe Clarence and the Beast were doing that mother and child reunion thing again. <laughs> who's the mother? Of all evil. But at any rate, the mother of all evildoers. But, uh, Clarence, you better get with it and get Scott on the payroll there because this is the way the Beasleys operate. Somebody new comes along and, well, uh, we'll let you intern for a little while and then, uh, then Two we're going to pay you one of these days. And they just, they just let week after week after week slip by and then uh, hoping you'll forget about it. Like maybe forever. Because they really don't want to pay anybody. You do understand that. Yes, I do. I like that saying though. The toes you step on today might be attached to the ass you have to kiss someday. So don't step on too many toes, you know what I'm saying? Unless it's Jay Fiedler's. Boy, do they need Brian Greasy bad or what? Yes. How long is he going to be out with that? Uh, I, didn't he have like a little falling down problem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I know the Patriots got swamped by Buffalo yesterday, and Tom Brady and the whole team stunk to join out, but he still looks better. If you can't play good, at least look good. Oh, here's a thing from Miguel. Well, we're like creeping along with our best of a Neil uh, routine. We got 20140 bucks through yesterday. That's where We're getting there, and we haven't really... Uh, this is still a time of the year when nobody's in town. Don't forget, go to neilrogers.com. You can order your best Neil 2002-2003 CD and the Mo Howard David keychain. And we got all kinds of other crap, too. We got T-shirts and mugs and Drek. We ought to have like a mouse pad, too. It'd be good, you know? I think they do. Do we have a they mouse pad? Like I said, they don't, but they ought to. Well, we ought to have like a little bald-headed mouse pad. would be good. 
Anyway, 12 minutes after 10, I love that uh, crossover with Scott because even though, like today, we didn't say much of anything, it kills some damn good time. I like that, especially on a Monday. We'll give you the poll result from Friday, which was staggering. And the thing that was really interesting was the way Jay Fiedler, after the end of the game yesterday, <laughs> moved up from obscurity in our poll to, let's see, he finishes uh, number five right on Miriam Oliphant's ass with 122 votes. If you could boot one person out of South Florida, who would it be? And Jay Fiedler went zooming up the list after watching that disgraceful performance, that dying quail, as Bob Prince would say, that he heaved there at the end of the game. Nice going, Jay. Oi. You idiot. 1013 at 560 WQM. How low can those interest rates go? You're probably wondering. I wonder if this is the right copy because Todd Rick is a no-show. Now the financial group is doing the limbo rock under the lowest refinance rate you ever heard of. How low? 1.95%. That's right. Now you can refinance your home or buy a new home and get super low 1.95% financing with our friends at Financial Group. And we pray this is the right copy. Like I said, Todd, he uh, he's uh, not interested. Call 1-800-940-LEND. 1-800-940-LEND. If you're even thinking about refinancing or buying real estate, call Financial Group and check this out. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 368 a month. If you have you a $200,000 loan, you pay only 736 a month. So call Financial Group at 1-800-940-LEND to get the low, low rate you've been searching and screaming for, 1.95%. Call now and get that low rate from Financial Group at 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-LEND. When you call, be sure to mention Todd Rex's name. The sound you hear will be the person falling to the floor on the other end of the phone. They're an equal housing letter. Credit restrictions apply. Rates are to change monthly. 5.19 APR. Sports Radio 560 QAM. David's a bitch. Tonight on E! Entertainment Television. George, how you been and what you been doing on vacation the last few weeks? I'm getting a little older, so when you ask four or five questions, it's hard for me to remember every question. What have you been doing? Drinking all the time. Drugs, sex. <laughs> Damn the consequences. Give me the Jack Daniels. Tonight on E! Uh, let me get that bottle out of your hands, George. Let me finish for a minute, John, please. <laughs> 1018 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. I made a premature evaluation last week. Remember I said last week was, because uh, it was, uh, last Tuesday was like right after Labor Day. Right. But that, that didn't work out, because people still go away. Today is the week. That even here at QAM, we're like getting our act back together again. Everybody's like back to normal schedule. We got the Mad Dog today. We got Hank back in town. It's about time for Mashula's. And then we got the Marlin game. Marlin's only a game behind the Phillies with 19 to go. Marlin's at the Mets tonight. Uh, now, wait a minute. What's, what's that? See, as soon as I said that, and I'm looking at the schedule, see that? ESPN Radio tended to, and then Joe and Mark overnight. Where's Eddie K? Uh, good question. K Paso, Eddie K. Anyway, so uh, we're almost, almost back to the regular schedule. I see Eddie's back tomorrow. So he's probably on a busman's holiday. Or maybe he's collecting a, a big bet from yesterday. Whatever the hell he's doing. Oh, and did you see that they, uh, the, who's that right-wing, uh, damn, uh, Republican senator? <laughs> oh, that one. Which, which one of those 50 some odd? No, the one that wants to ban offshore gambling. He wants to make it illegal for oh, internet gambling. Oh, I I forget. Did you see that on 60 Minutes last mm -hmm. night, I think? What an asshole, you know? This is your Republican Party. man. Oh, well, it's going to spawn a whole uh, generation of uh, compulsive gamblers. Yeah. And like they pointed out in the story, the uh, the attorney defending, he says, uh, yeah, in the meanwhile, all the states have got the lotteries, which is the biggest ripoff in history, you know. Not that they're hypocrites. You do understand that, don't you? Yeah. Good. Yes. Poll result from Friday, 1,728 votes, a staggering response, aided by the fact that there were an outpouring of emotion for Jay Fiedler after the game. 
If you could boot one person out of South Florida, <laughs> South Florida who would it be? O.J. Simpson, 472. There's nobody close to O.J. He's running like a son of a bitch. 472 votes. Mo Howard David at 233, a respectable second, just edging out that psychotic bitch, that slut Ann Coulter at 232. How do you like that? Mo just stuck a nose in front. Miriam Elephant had 130, but in fifth place. Nice going, Jay. Oh, 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 oh. Coming from obscurity near the bottom of the pack and zooming up the ladder. 124 votes coming in fifth. Alex Pinga Pekini was tied with the Reverend James Kennedy. A couple of real assholes, 106 apiece. H. Wayne Huizenga, 68. See, a few years ago, he'd have done much better. But For now, me. small potatoes, you know. Wayne had only 68. Rick Sanchez, now there's the one we thought would have really zoomed up there. Didn't do it. Out of sight, out of mind. Your small potatoes, too. Only 64 for Ricky Ticky Sanchez. When he goes back on ear, his unpopularity will zoom back up. <laughs> Gloria Stefan, 46. Jose Consucco, 41. How you doing, Jose? Maris Greasy Ass had 30. You think they remember who that is? A couple people. That's A couple all. people remember Maris's Greasy Ass. And by the way, now that he won the U.S. Open, do you think that Andy Roddick's doing Mandy more? Less. Been less? Spilkies Nere had 25. Miss Matt Drudge had only 16. You're real tiny potatoes. What are the name of those little red Irish potatoes? <laughs> don't, don't start that again. <laughs> Matt Drudge, 16. Jeff Rimmer, 13. Oh, by the way, my phone rang uh, Saturday morning early. I didn't answer it. Go away, Rimmer. Don't go away, Matt. Just go away. Oh, and the best part of the deal is, man, did we have a great meal at Ruth Chris Steakhouse Saturday night. Yeah, who's we? Uh, a friend of mine and I. Oh, not the Rimmers. It was sensational, man. That ribeye, oh, God, and those barbecued shrimp. Have you ever had that? Yeah, I have. The barbecued shrimp just swimming, bathing in that butter and herb sauce, and you just you want to pick up that little bowl and just suck down that juice, suck down the juice. But and, and, and anyway, it was great. Too bad the Rimmers couldn't have been there. Jeff Rimmer, 13, Dwight Lauderdale, 8, Mickey Harrison, 6, and Ike Siemens, fuddy-duddy old Ike from NBC6, who's been going to be sh shipped off to the glue factory this year. He had only five. I don't think anybody even knows who the hell that is, you know what? Who? Ike Seaman. So here's uh, one of the most important stories of all time before we get to today's poll. I'm wondering, I'm debating if we should do this or if it's just a waste of time. Do our own, like, preliminary poll, which would piss Eric off big time. We don't want to do that. What well, heck? let's take the Miami call because it's on line six. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil, I saw a requiem for a dream. What is it? I saw a requiem. I saw, no, I saw a requiem for a dream yesterday. And the only reason I think Don, you and George like it is because... Get out of here. It's that asshole again. The only reason I enjoy it is because uh, you're an ass. Jesus, the mumbler. Go away, mumbler. That's the mumbler that we discovered is like four or five different chronics. If we could just eliminate him, you know what I mean? When in doubt, rub him out. Catch if my drift. Yeah. I'll but I'm wondering if we ought to do like preliminary poll. I don't. I think it's a waste of time because we know our audience is. hates uh, president like poison and rightfully so. It's a waste of time. The good news, Bush numbers hit new low. All right. Dean tops list of Democratic presidential contenders, news on the American poll reveals. President George W. Bush, is, I, I got a lot of stuff here today because it is Monday. This is the official starting bank to life for a week. We might not get a lot of calls today. I mean, there'll probably be that j jackass again. Don't put him on again, Scott. Sorry. If you want to get paid, if you want us to go to bat <laughs> for you with a clearance, don't put that asshole on again. Now, what does that mean, Jackson Memorial Hospital? Hello. <laughs> Scott, Scott's going to have to have a screener in there, you know. He just, he'll he he'll get, get to it. know them. No, he won't. In no time flat. He's a little bit slow. President George W. Bush's job performance ratings have reached the lowest point since his pre-inauguration days, continuing a steady decline since they post. That must have been Jay Fiedler doing a voice, you think? Hey, Jay, don't take it personal. Don't be a sour puss. Oh! 
Uh, Although Scott did say this morning he's got a vagina. Do you believe it? But at least he said it was a lovely vagina. I like that. I was in, huh? Well, if the guy's going to have a vagina, at least it better be beautiful and uh, fashionable, you know? What's wrong with that? I hope that I hope Mo asked him about that on uh, Thursday morning, six six forty five to seven a.m. It's Mo Howard, David Ed with Jay Feeler, and who's got their tongue deepest in the other's uh, rectum? Ass. New kid in high school that had a uh, a mangina. He did. Yeah, he was fat. You know how he... that goes. No, I don't know how that goes. Well, you know how that grows. Sometimes the fat. So in other words, it was like like a navel. It was an innie. It was. Uh, he had a cleft. A, he had a, a slit, if you will. He had a camel toe? <laughs> oh, no. He had a cloven hoof. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe he had hoof and mouth disease. <laughs> Research shows fat is an organ. I, I want to dwell on that because it's just amazing. A lot of us fat people never realize we had such a humongous organ. The only problem being when you squeeze it, it hurts. Uh, like Pavel said. President George, see, I'll take these one at a time because I think it's great to start off. It's not really like a new year except in the Arabic calendar or something. It must be some calendar. You know, everybody's got a different calendar, just like a different Bible. All the baloney, all the hocus pocus. Here's Miami. Buenos dias. Patriots suck. Uh-huh. What did, he, what did he say? Patriots suck. That's him again. Why do you keep putting the same asshole on there, Scott? He called on a different line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He called on a different line. Like these people pick and choose what line they call on? It must be magic. You better show uh, Scott, you better draw him a diaphragm, okay? And show him where to stick it. <laughs> Here's Miami on four. Hello? Yes, Bill. Yes, sir. Yeah, the New England Patriots suck, man. What about the Dolphins, man? Yeah, I Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be Dolphin fans, okay? Don't worry about my Patriots. They stunk to join out. Like I just said moments ago, all you assholes out there, it's a hell of a lot better to lose lopsided if you're going to play a stinko game to what's like a real team, you know, a team that's been around for a hell of a long time as opposed to a girls' expansion team that you were favored to beat by about 80, by how many points? You call about 30, man. What was she going to say? You call that a penis? Yeah, Jay, you call that a penis? But, oh, the Patriots suck. See, try to deflect the attention from the fact that your team got embarrassed and humiliated and degraded by a little girls team. And if the Hurricanes would have made that gigantic comeback Saturday night, you know as well as I do, there'd be somebody calling Mad Dog today saying, aren't we cursed down here, Jim? Aren't we cursed? As long as I live, that call, that was, the, I would say if I had to choose, the, forget about the bridge tender, the most memorable call in the history of QAM. It wasn't on this show, but it was driving home one day. And I'm listening to the Mad Dog, and it was after the after that big euphoric weekend when the Hurricanes beat FSU, I think it was, and then the Dolphins beat uh, whoever the next day in one of the big games of the year. And the guy calls up on Monday, Jim, aren't we blessed down here? Aren't we blessed? Should be framed. It should be framed because that, that was the definitive sports hall of all time. In other words, your area where you live, your community, your city, your metropolitan, whatever, is it, it's all graded based on whether your sports teams win or lose. That's the def that's the problem with QAM and with the world in general, right there. That guy, aren't we blessed down here? Ten twenty-seven at five sixty WQM VIP Sportsbook.com is South Florida's best sportsbook. It's the best in the universe. And of course, now that football season's underway, everybody and their brother, you hear them on the station. You got seven thousand sportsbooks, all claiming to be the best. But ninety-nine percent of these bookies are located in the jungles of Costa Rica or in some tenth world country. Good luck finding them and getting your cash. This year, do the smart thing and move up in class to VIPSportsbook.com. They're the oldest and biggest sportsbook in the prestigious Netherlands where everybody's stoned out of their ass. 100% legal and licensed, too. Listen to me. Call VIPSportsbook.com right now at 
VIP bets because they're South Florida's best sports book. Sign up now and you can bet all the South Florida football and basketball teams juice-free all year long. You want to bet the Dolphins? It's 100 to win 100. Good luck to you. You want to bet the Hurricanes? It's 100 to win 100. So forget about the vigorish. All sign-ups get a 20% cash bonus, not some silly funny money match play bonus or any other BS. VIPsportsbook.com. That's where you'll find them online or call them tool-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS. That's 1-866-VIP-BETS. Be sure you mention you heard about it here on Krusty Sports Nerdy QAM. VIPsportsbook.com, where you be the VIP. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Our guest, good friend, good guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's Let's take a call. Winnipeg, Manitoba. Hello. Hi, Arnold. How are you? Terrific. Thank you. Do you still believe kids and adults should exercise regularly? No. Uh, research was done and we found out that it's actually bad for your health. And now, of course, I'm traveling around the country telling all the high school kids, don't take fitness program. Uh, Columbus, Ohio with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hello. Hi, Arnold. I was just wondering how far you went in school. Well, uh, a seven-year-old kid in school, in elementary school. Oh. Uh-oh. Well, how high can you count? Fifteen or twenty. <laughs> Whoa. Lancaster, Pennsylvania with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hello. Arnold, both my parents work, so I'm home alone a lot. What should I do when I get bored? Take drugs. Uh, Seriously? Oh, yes. What kind? Pot. Okay. Well, we have to work towards this, a permanent high. Okay. When you do it in the morning, I, I, I think the secret really is, is do it when you as get soon up. as you roll out of bed, do it hot, and you will feel great the rest of your day. there's never a moment where you don't feel better after than before. That's right. You're the best, Arnold. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Larry. 1031 at 560 WQAM. So anyway, here's the... Oh, I got another one for our poll today, which I haven't even told him the question yet. Nevertheless, it's up. The Prisoner. Oh, very good. Isn't that a good one? Sure. Patrick McGowan. That's what I felt like the last several days since the rumor showed up in Toronto. I don't want, can't answer my phone. The prisoner. Anyway, getting back to the story that I never finished, which is really good. President George W. Bush's job performance ratings have reached the lowest point since his pre-inauguration days, oh! continuing a steady decline since his post-9-11 peak, according to the new Zog the American poll. Less than half, 45% of the respondents said they rated his job performance good or excellent, while a majority, 54%, said it was fair or poor. Let me say it again, poor or fair. In August, it was 52% positive, 48% negative. In other words, those numbers are dropping like a rock. Today's results mark the first time a majority of likely voters have given the president an unfavorable job performance since he took orifice. How do you like that? A majority, 52%, said it's time for someone new in the White House, while just 2 in 5, 40%, said the president deserves to be reelected. A likely number, a like number, 52% said the country is heading in the wrong direction, while 40% said it's in the right direction. I wonder if they meant the far-right direction. The right. Overall opinion of President Dave Bush has slipped to 54% favorable, 40, 45% unfavorable, down 4% from August. Dropping, like I said, like a rock. And here's one of the most important parts. Just two in five, 40% said they would choose Bush if the election were held today, while 47% said they would elect a Democratic candidate. Oh! How do you like that? In August, it was 43-43 against any uh, generic Democrat. In the same poll, Democratic primary voters gave a plurality, this is likely Democratic primary voters, gave a plurality of their support to former Governor of Vermont, Howard Dean, 16%. He's followed by Massachusetts Senator John Kerry, 13%. Connecticut Senator to the unctuous right-wing silly person, Jew Lieberman, 12%. And Missouri Congressman Dick Gebhardt, 8%. Nobody else had more than 3%. I think it's time for Bobby Graham to drop out, don't you? I say that, you know. Yeah, I know. Sadly. 
Sorry, Bobby, but nobody who knows who the hell you are, okay? They're very nervous about your shifty, beady eyes. Even though you've done good, you've been good, but nobody likes you, okay? So I think it's time for some of the losers to drop out. Oh, there he is. Will take time and requires. Oh, I wanted to hear what he was saying. He was like mouthing, you know, he's just uh, mouthing with a big, those dumbo ears flopping in the breeze. He just wants 87 billion more for Afghanistan and Iraq. No problem. I, I just write right a here, check. Man. Here's a call from Weston. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. This could be our first real call of the day. That's a momentous occasion, yes. How you doing? Okay. Great. I'm just uh, extremely jealous to where you are sitting right now, the area where you're at, because I'm in this god darn crummy police state. Let me tell you something. Yes, tell me living, something. Living in South Florida is literally taking your life in your own hands, and I'm not talking about the criminals, Neil. There's an organization called the BSO. Yeah. They must hire from the cesspools of the world, and I hope I hope they're listening right now. You know, the ones that treat people with disrespect. They're they're supposed to serve the people, but you know what they do? They're out there just looking to have a little bit of power because they never had it their whole lives. You mean in the BS? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not talking about that story about the report that showed the word faggot in it that we got on our website, are you? Neil, I've had interaction with these with these people throughout my life, you know, and I'm not a, a career criminal or anything like that. I'm just yeah, talking about amateur, getting pulled. Amateur <laughs> criminal. <laughs> Small potatoes about, guy. I know guys that have been Probably just, with, you know, picks pockets and... Uh, right, rapes a few. No, no, but the only thing is, listen. Shoplifts. They, they, they find a half a joint, a quarter joint. Okay. Well, what, what, in, what inspired this... They're ready to beat the crap out of you. They're ready yeah. to beat the crap out of you, throw you in jail... Right. I mean... Well, what inspired this outburst, though? Did you have some recent episode or something, or is this just a general... I've had some episodes, uh, not exactly recently, but they always stick in my mind, because, listen, when you live in Weston, they're on every corner with their little radar gun. Mm -hmm. They're they're just uh, a bunch of animals. I mean, yeah. these guys are worse than the criminals, and I hope you all are listening. Get a life. <laughs> treat, treat people like they're human. No, not going to happen. Like they would like to be treated. Not going to happen, Pally. Listen, good luck to you and move to some place you like better. That's my suggestion. Well, what was he talking about? He don't like, like the, the BS. Oh. But it's a good lead into the story, which he didn't want to acknowledge. The Broward Shoffer's uh, office. Huh? I'm just, listen, it's Monday. What do you want from me? The Broward Sheriff's office launched an internal investigation this week after officials learned that a gay slur appeared on a police report written by a community service aide in March. This was in Saturday's Sun Sentinel, so it might be true. Community service aide Susan Jones prepared a DUI alcohol influence report in which the word faggot appeared next to a question asking whether defendant Rudy Rodriguez showed signs or complaint of illness or injury. Sheriff's Office spokeswoman Cheryl Stopnick said her department learned about the slur when the South Florida Sun Sentinel inquired about it. Investigators from the Professional Compliance Division began looking into the case Thursday morning to find out why this epithet was included in a written report, she said. Stopnik said the sheriff's office is trying to figure out whether Jones wrote the slur. She said Rodriguez and his attorney should have filed a complaint with the sheriff's office. When Jones prepared and signed the report, Deputy Gary Martin, who conducted the field sobriety test on Rodriguez, probably one of George's relatives, who had arrested him, also signed the document. How many thousand Rodriguezes are there just in the Broward County? About 30, man. Joel Beck, Rodriguez's attorney, said he obtained the police reports in June from the state attorney's office. While preparing a defense for his client, he said he didn't notice the slur till July 25th when he was about to conduct a sworn deposition with Martin. It defamed and slandered my client, Beck said Thursday. It has no purpose, uh, purpose in this document. 
How do you like that? I don't like it. He writes faggot in the police report. And it goes on and on. It's on our website. That's the BS oh. for you. Mostly a bunch of rednecks. Like, and, of course, it's not only the BS. Oh. It's most uh, police forces in the U.S. It's, uh, you know, Deputy Rufus. It's that same old crap. Hip-hop executive identified a shooting victim at Morning's Miami Barbershop. How come Pharrell wasn't even aware of this story? He better get with it. Oh, that's right. I forgot it's South Florida. There's people dying every day. Getting shot. All these things. By the way, Warren Zevon died. We'll get to all the dead people in a second. Here's our poll question for today before we get uh, into this other stuff. I like this poll question. I like my poll. Me too. Who is the greatest fictional character in movies or TV? And now, see, when you say greatest, I'm not talking about who's your favorite, but who is the greatest, meaning like most uh, lasting, uh, you know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. most powerful, most dynamic, most exciting, most uh, erotic, most whatever, you know, biggest and the best. Here's the list so far. James Bond, Superman, Sherlock Holmes. See, Sherlock Holmes won't get a lot of votes, but he really ought to definitely be in the running because it's, uh, you know, it's a time thing. It's an era thing. It's an age thing. Batman, Indiana Jones, Darth Vader, Mad Max, and then I added the prisoner on that. That's what we got so far. Is it on there? Are we, uh, are yeah, we voting it's on, on there? It? It's cooking. It is? It's cooking? I don't know who I'm going to vote for. It was tough. Well, I'm voting for Sherlock Holmes just because nobody else will, because they're a bunch of punks. Most of them, they have no idea who the hell that even is. Oh, look at that. James Bond is leading. Kane Ovell. Out of the first 29 votes. So there it is. We'll add a whole bunch more names on that. But first, a South Florida record label executive and another man fatally shot by a group of hooded gunmen at a barber shop that's co-owned by former Miami Heat star Alonzo Mourning, police said. The victims had just finished getting their haircuts Saturday when three or four gunmen entered the shop and opened fire. The Herald reported that the victims were Alexander Bernard Harris, 33, of Pembroke Pines, CE oh! of the hip-hop label Zila Entertainment, and a companion, Todd Green, 28, of Northwest Dade County. Both were shot in the head. It seems like a message, Miami Police Lieutenant Lorenzo Whitehead said. Whitehead said the men were not robbed of their watches or rings. No one else in the shop. Awful lot of hip-hop people getting shot and killed, you know what? Coincidence. Yeah, it must be. No one else in the shop was injured, including a one-year-old child who was with one of the victims. Jesus. One of the victims was shot inside the barber shop. The other was just shot just outside the establishment, Miami Police Spokeswoman Amy Salas Jacobson Schwartz said. Miami Police Chief John Timoni declined to comment on a possible motive in the case. He said the assailants did not take any valuables from the victim or money from the cash register. It wasn't a robbery, I can tell you that. It seemed like, what was the word they used again? It seemed like a message. Remember, he's going to send Joey Zaza, going to send him a message. So maybe Joey Zaza had something to do with it. He's still running at Pompano Park, by the way. And Wally Hennessy's beating him the hell out of money outside. You have any idea what I'm talking about? No. No. That's good. 20 before 11. How come Jackie Moe got hot again all of a sudden? Huh? Right up here at the Woodbine and Mohawk. Jackie Moe, that's all you got to know. Isn't that what they say? That's what what's-his-name said. Two things for all you had to what Jackie Lee used to say. Of course, every driver yeah. in the race was Jackie Moe when he got old and senile, you know? It's all, he, it's all he did know was Jackie Moe. So all you kids out there that are skipping school and playing hokey and hooky and hockey today, keep in mind two things. All you got to know is Jackie Moe and... And the... <laughs> And the toes you step on today might be attached to the ass you have to kiss Rectum. someday. I love that. <laughs> Told to me by a wise philosopher. 19 to 11 at 560 WQM. And uh, this copy boy, speaking of wise, did Troy Stratford show his bald, ugly head in there today? Uh, he walked through. Yes. Prob now, yeah. probably got out of there real quick, though, you know, because of his association with the Dolphins. I'd be embarrassed, too, after losing to a girls' team yesterday. After losing to, like, a little girls' team. Oh, my God, how embarrassing.
Anyway, speaking of tour, let's talk about Balance for Life. How's the beast doing? Is he going to weigh in this week? Uh, that's a good question. I haven't seen him here. Because we know that he's working out a lot. Because Clarence told me, when in doubt, they both work out. They work it out together. But he's lost a ton of weight on Balance for Life, and you can do the same thing. See, one of the reasons it's so difficult, even if you're on a lot of the uh, so-called expert diets, I don't want to mention any names, but a lot of them require you to count calories or count carbohydrates or look at the ingredients on the labels of the stuff you buy in the store. And most people just don't have the time or the inclination to do that. But with Balance for Life, there's no cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no counting, no worries. You don't have to worry about calories or carbs. They do all the figuring and the worrying for you. It's all based on Barry Sears' zone diet. And they deliver right to your dough. Three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks right at your doorstep by 6 a.m. every day in a little black sack. And that's the key to the whole deal. Plenty of food. It's fresh. It's delicious. They make gourmet meals for you. You get to choose between two alternatives for each meal and snack every day that you're on the program. That's the only thing you have to worry about. All the rest you do, just unzip it and the sack, too, and pop that good stuff in your puss. And believe me, these meals are tremendous. Everything is fresh, nothing frozen, nothing prefabricated, no chemicals, just the best ingredients and delicious meals every day. So if you're tired of being fat, if you're tired of having the biggest organ around your middle, if you're out of shape, lethargic, diabetic, or on the verge of it, let Balance for Luck give the answers, the solution you've been searching desperately for for a long time. Call them today and you'll start seeing results on that scale within just a matter of days. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229 or check them on that wicked worldwide web at balanceforlife.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. The Bible. If you like the book, you'll love the board game. Introducing Go to Hell from Milton Bradley. The board game that tests your faith in God while challenging your knowledge of biblical quotes. <laughs> okay, everybody ready? Yeah, go ahead. All right, first question. The meek shall inherit the blank. Flatware. Male pattern baldness. The earth. The meek shall inherit the earth. Right. You move ahead five spaces. Yeah. You other guys, go to hell. Uh, go to hell. The exciting game where you win by forming a deep personal relationship with God before the timer runs out. Okay, on the seventh day, God did what? Uh, golf. He went to one of those all-you-can-eat brunch places. Um, he just puttered around? Wrong. All of you, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good book, but now it's a great game. Go to hell. The biblical board game from Milton Bradley. Okay, I was inspired. Uh, don't let me forget, I want to tell you about a great poll idea I just had. Okay, already Inspired done. by the guy who was screaming about the BS. Oh. But anyway, I don't. I want to uh, read this fax because it's great. It says, I have the hands-down winner for your poll. I'm not putting these on there, but it's a great fax. But can't decide between the two, God or Jesus Christ. They've been in plenty of movies and the subject of a lot of TV shows, purely fictional characters who have the attention of billions of morons. That's maybe the best fact oh. we've had so far today <laughs> or all year. Jesus Christ. Right. And, of course, oh, now we get to this fax. Oh, boy, what a bunch of silly people, you know? I didn't even see it. I didn't watch any of that game yesterday. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. That was at a bar. This is one of the most incredible days in the history of the human race. George Rodriguez <laughs> actually watched some of the Dolphins game yesterday. You must have put the hex on him. That's why they lost. Let me, yeah, UMO. it was my fault. Let me tell you what. If there had been an angle that I could have sat at, and not yeah. seen any of the game, I would have sat facing right. that direction, but there was a TV and every They had a TV in, in front of every puss. Every, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so then you got a good chance to close up view of watching Jay throw that quail there near the end of the game. I didn't that, see that. Throw that dying quail. Anyway, here's the facts. It says, not that I love Jay Fiedler. So I know this fact isn't from Mo, because he just loves Jay Fiedler and his uh, lovely smooth ass. But you sound like the Ray Lucas fans a year ago. Well, see, first of all, keep this in mind. I'm not a Dolphin fan at all, okay? I hate him like poison. It says, Jay didn't lose that game alone. At least he put up some points. But the terrific Miami defense laid down. 
there were so many mistakes in our great corners, couldn't even cover a rookie playing his first NFL ever. So uh, our offense was pulled back from the 15-yard penalties. The whole team stunk. Okay. But let's uh, you got to pick on one guy. Either It's got to be either Dave Wanstead or Jay Fiedler. And the whole defense and everybody else. They stunk is basically what it boils down to. Wouldn't you say? I mean, they you stunk. saw part of it. In the words of a great philosopher. They stunk. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did I mention I had a great meal at the Ruth Chris without the Rimmer Saturday night? Not enough. What a pleasure to, you know, go to dinner with a good friend and, like, uh, not have to worry about him taking along a whole family or, like, half a dozen people <laughs> or a bunch of strangers <laughs> off the street and expecting me to whip out my platinum card and pay thousands of dollars when I'm sitting there eating one goddamn steak. I mean, I, you know, it's a little old, Rimmer, okay, a little old and stale. See, they are listening on the Internet right now. Remember when my phone rang uh, on Friday morning? Right. After I was ranting and raving about, uh, don't call me, I'll call you, all that other stuff. And the phone rang. It was him. That goes to show you what lifeless people we're talking about. They listen. They're obsessed with this radio station. They hate you, but they can tell me everything you say on the air when you're on. They hate Mo, but they can tell me, oh, well, I just had my Sony Walkman on this morning, and Mo was ripping you an ass, you know. See, I don't want to hear about that no mo. No, I, I, when I'm done with the show, I know it comes as a great shock to you, but other than getting my bedtime stories and emailing them to Eric, which, by the way, nice job, Eric. Eric's great. We never realized it till this moment, but Eric's great. But I don't want to hear about QAM. No mo. No. No mo. Absolutely. Not if you're saying. No mo. Absolutely. So just leave me alone. I, I don't think about it, you know? And that will get me through life a hell of a lot better. Now my idea for the poll, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Which South Florida police force is the most fascist, or I don't know how you want to word it. You know what I'm saying? I, that's a great idea. I want you to think. Thank you very much, sir, for your rant about the BS. Oh! That was good. I'm not saying that all cops are bad. we got a lot of really good cops. The good ones listen to this show, and they like it. The bad ones uh, listen to the show, and they hate it. They all listen to it. Yeah. Every cop in town listens to this show. Thank goodness most of the ones who listen, the good ones, are the ones that stop me for uh, speeding <laughs> or whatever on hiatus. So far. No, seriously. I'm trying to think. Have I ever had a ticket on hiatus in that speed trap between Broward and Sunrise? I don't think so. No. No. Pretty sure not. I haven't gotten a ticket since my uh, radar detector, since I started using that. But you know where I'm talking about. On I hiatus do. where they hide oh, behind yeah. the bushes, and there's like that little shed there, you know. They're full of shed. And they'd like uh, come whipping out out of nowhere. The speed limits have got to be raised on that street. If there's one project we got to complete before I lay my microphone down, get the speed limit raised to 45 on hiatus. you got to crawl along there. You're, I'm coming to work in the morning when I'm down there, and I'm headed toward 595. And you're just creeping along because you know that it's a speed trap. And some asshole behind you is like barrel assing right up on your ass because he can't figure out why you're going so damn slow, especially in your expensive goddamn Corvette. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry, man. I don't want to have uh, no more tickets. I you, want to be able to get my, when I turn 90, I want to be able to get my six-year renewal in the mail. You must have given away that uh, radar detector I gave you. You gave me a radar detector? Yeah, a few years ago. Get out of here. I, I did. Most of the stuff you've given me, I have given away. I know. In fact, until this moment, I was never going to let on to you. I know. What? What? You have everything anyways. I know you give uh, most no, of the stuff No, no, you away. gave me that nifty little, no, I actually didn't give away that little uh, portable TV. Remember you gave me that? Right. It's just sitting somewhere there. I mean, where am I going to use that? George okay. gives really neat, really sensational presents, but I don't know. You're like a rich guy with everything a, you a nice DVD player yeah. a couple of years the, ago. The two-in-one, you use that one. No. No. Well, I hooked it up, but then the problem was it wouldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get. <laughs> See, this is the first time George is hearing this. I couldn't get it working with my TV because I got all the satellite dishes and all that stuff in there. It just, yeah. I just didn't have enough inputs and outputs and up your uh, nose. And so I gave it away. Okay. But I, I recently bought another one, though. You'll be pleased to know that. All right. Because I had to buy a little switch. I had to buy a little switcher box. Right. 
In addition to which, that was before I was really into DVDs. I, I don't know. I'm a little slow on that, like most things. I'm not worried about it. Some things I'm very fast on, you'd be amazed. But on that, I'm uh, pretty slow. It's the thought that counts, right? Right. No, seriously, it's not that I didn't appreciate it. Don't take it wrong. And I, I gave it to uh, my friend Dave, who's a good sure. friend. He's a good guy. You know Dave. Uh-huh. And he, uh, you know, he freeloads. Whatever stuff that I don't want, he just he just requisitions it. You know, <laughs> like what I got going here at the station. Exactly. Whatever isn't tied down, it winds up in your house. That's a hell of a good idea. Yeah, let's do it that way. Like the TV that time at IOD. Remember that? No. Don't you remember that? Oh, that TV. I was yeah. say, cause I didn't take no TV from IOD, but I remember somebody yeah, else. Yeah, we did. had, the guy had like a little bit of a nose problem. I don't want to mention no names. He had a little bit of a problem. And he would come in here on the weekend and stuff would just kind of like disappear briefly, you know. Kind of like Harry in Requiem for Dreams. Right. Speaking of that. Yeah. That mumbler man, that mouth breathing asshole, if Scott puts oh. him on one more time, I'm going to personally tell Clarence, make sure he doesn't get paid. That guy's just, I mean, talk about out of control. That's uh, whatever he is. I don't know what he is. I don't know. Anyway, we've got a bunch of dead people. Don't let me forget that poll. I know how you word it, too. Oh, there's Andy Roddick. You know, Andy Roddick is, uh, he's got some of the most bizarre face. He's like uh, Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? With like, kind of like mm -hmm. that plastic man face. Sure. He makes the most bizarre expression. Like, there, he just got the winning point to win the U.S. Open. And he's like, Bleh. but he's really uh, pretty damn good. Now, he's great. He just, uh, a few days over 21, he won the U.S. Open. He lives in Boca. He's doing Mandy Moore as his girlfriend, and everybody loves Andy Roddick, right? Yeah. Sure. What's not to like, right? Who? Come on. You know who Andy Roddick is, at least, right? No. Okay. He plays uh, poker. Okay. He pokes her a lot. Who is the greatest fictional character in movies or TV? That's our poll question. we got 77 votes, and, of course, there's going to be a lot more choices on there, so a lot of people are, like, holding back. They're laying out. James Bond, 32. Superman, 11. Sherlock Holmes has got ten. Can you believe that? There you go. Now, they must just be sucking my ass to do that, do you think? Well, we got a lot of old codgers, maybe. Darth Vader. You don't have to be old to like Sherlock Holmes. You don't like Sherlock Holmes? I like him fine, but I'm have old. Have you seen, like, the original, the sure. great movies with Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce? Like I was telling you this morning, Channel 6 used to run all those old movies. Plus, he was a drug addict, so you ought to like him. Sure, opium. Wait, Darth no, Vader Harold. 8, him and Bella Lugosi. Help me, Sherlock, help me. He couldn't get a hold of Eddie, so he's calling Sherlock. It's for med What a shame, Ed Wood. It was, had such great promise, you know. Darth yes, Vader has, uh, come on, this thing is changing on me again. And it's very slow. Oh, like I said, I'll give you the results momentarily. Okay, here it is. Darth Vader 8. Batman's got 8. What about Robin? Can we put right now? See, but that'll get a bunch of perverts in there. I don't like Robin because he had those green tights with the kielbasa stuff in him. White I like mean. Robin a lot. Mad Max 6, Indiana Jones 3, and none yet for The Prisoner, Patrick McGowan. See, The Prisoner's a little bit too cultish, you know what I mean? Esoteric. A little too esoteric for this, for any crowd. Yeah. Plus, it was, wasn't it, uh, really a British series? Yes, it was. Uh huh. Boy, Gary gave me the entire series on tape. That boy, Gary, he was the best. Asshole. Remember that? He gave me the whole Prisoner series on uh, videotape. No, I don't remember that. Well, that was something nice he did. I can't think of anything else besides leave. And then he tried right. to sue the he tried to sue the company because they fired his ass because he really thought he had a job for for life and he really believed it. Oh my God, was he dumb yes. or what? He sued because you said bad things about him. Yeah, and that, that too. <laughs> right. Well, they, they always throw me in there too, just right. as an afterthought. Well, let's sue his ass just because he's a prick, you know. Singer-songwriter Warren Zevon dies. Oh, there have been so many. We didn't, you're right, didn't talk too much about Charles Bronson last week. Right. Now, uh, Ten Till Midnight, wasn't that one of the really good movies he was in? 
You know what? That's you, I forgot all about that movie. That was a good movie. That was a great movie. I loved it. And they had the, the like show down there in the street, very tense. Mm -hmm. But at any rate, uh, Charles Bronson, who was just a rugged. You know who I always confuse him with, and I know this will seem really bizarre. Jack Palance. No, no, no. Oh, he looked a little bit like him. Uh, Robert Blake. Same kind of. I don't know. Voice. Yeah, the I same kind of deal. You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was they were just contemporaries, and they seemed to look a little bit like. I don't know. Of course, uh, Charles Bronson never. <laughs> Shot his wife, or had anybody do it? And maybe Robert Blake didn't either. Although we, George hopes so. George is pulling that he's guilty. Just uh, well, I know we all know he's guilty. Because the I bitch had it coming. She did have it coming. Warren Zevon, who wrote and sang the rock hit World. Oh, and Giselle McKenzie died too. Only oh. Boca Brian and I know who that was from your hit parade. Maybe your hit parade. Dorothy Collins, Russell Arms, Snooky Lanson, and uh, uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, <laughs> Giselle McKenzie. <laughs> Brought to you by Lucky Strike. You know, those were the great days, man. When we, you know, what, you know when America started turning to crap? When they, start, when they banned cigarette advertising on TV. I mean, I'm not suggesting you should be smoking cigarettes because those faggots will kill you, which, guess what? That's why she died, I think. Where's the story? Oh, no, she died of colon cancer. Who the hell was the one that just died of... Oh, it was the Warren Zevon. A lifelong smoker until quitting several years ago. He was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer, was given only a few months to live. Uh, in September 2002, when he was on with Letterman. He spent much of that time visiting with his two grown children, working on a final album. He was 56. Only 56. Warren Zevon is dead. Oy. Giselle McKenzie, Charles Bronson, Warren Zevon. Wow. It's getting nasty, you know what? Getting pretty goddamn dangerous. Oh, I got a great story about the city of Santa Cruz, California. Tomorrow's a momentous day as they look into impeaching El President. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. I want to bang you in the butt, honey. Okay. Uh, when summer rolls around, there's nothing I like more than sitting on the front porch with a nice cold glass of country moment lemonade. The only thing that could make it better would be a pretty little girl sitting next to me. No, wait a second. A pretty little naked girl. Yeah, that's what I meant. No, no, wait. A pretty little naked girl that puts her hand on my thigh and starts rubbing real gentle-like. No, no, no. I got it. A pretty little naked girl rubbing my thigh, talking dirty in my ear, who throws me on the porch and has her way with me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. She just starts pounding me, man, riding the hog, screaming, Do me, baby, do me. Give it to mama. Yeah, uh, uh. Oh, forget the damn lemonade, man. Just give me the naked girl. Come on. I need it. New trial for Skakel. Question mark. They're saying on CNN, they say they got an informant who said he didn't kill uh, that Moxley bitch. Yeah. Sure. How do you like that? I say leave him in there, okay, just to piss off the Kennedys. Okay. Uh, see, Jane, who's one of our chronic factors and a real sweetheart, she doesn't get it. Um, oh, by the way, she points out tomorrow at 5 p.m., President Bush will be visiting Fort Lauderdale at Pier 66. Protests are planned. And you were telling me there were protests in Hollywood over the uh, weekend. There's some kind but of a rally. No, no press, no coverage, nobody knows about it. Not before the fact. No, after it's done, then they say, oh, well, there were only 40 people there. That's because nobody knew about it. Anyway, it says, I don't know if you already have him, but Rick in Casablanca. See, Jane, you don't understand. The greatest fictional character is somebody, I mean, was there a follow-up? Was there a sequel? No. Was there like Rick in any other movie with Humphrey Bogart? No. No. Right? Right. So that does that qualify? No. No, Jane. You were right. There are people who, who, don't, who don't get it. We're not asking what was the best role in the history of movies. That's like a one-time role. We're asking who's the greatest fictional character in movies or TV. And so the next facts you sent me, Archie Bunker, is sensational. Right. That's great. 
Nobody don't like no Archie Bunker. So that's on there already. See, now they get it. Poor Jane. Jane's great, but, you know, he can't be perfect, Jane. And thanks for the info about the uh, protest at Pier 66. You ever eat at Pier 66? Nope. I think I did with Bob Neal. Really? From Cox Broadcasting. Yes, I had lunch there one day, and he was asking me my thoughts. And, of course, whatever I told him, they did the opposite. That was back when they were getting ready to can Mike Ranieri. Rest in peace. And I said, don't mess with success. Don't be putting a bunch of uh, news crap on there. And they fired poor Mikey, and they stuck Chuck Meyer on there with that awful, awful, terminal, boring uh, show. That would have been a success if I would have supported it better. Hey, a lot of work went into that show. Don't forget, if you're in radio and you ever happen to come along and work on this station that I'm on uh, and you failed, I'm always there for you to blame. I'll be the scapegoat. It's always Neil's fault. Mm-hmm. That's what Mo said. Chuck Meyer failed because of him. Mo failed because of me. Absolutely. If I'd just be more supportive of the Mo Meister. Here's a call from Kendall. Hello. Yes, sir. This team is out for some kind of vengeance. <laughs> Junior, blow it out your ass. Boy, are they surly or what? <gasps> I, I love it. I, I can't begin to describe to you the emotional, the sexual excitement I get. The tingling in my Rectum. sphincter. Just knowing how psychotic. I mean, it's one thing to lose the opener, which they usually don't do. They usually get off to that fast, bogus start, right. and they suck everybody in. Oh, this is the year. And then, of course, they collapse like a house, like a deck of cards. Yeah. But to Later. lose to a little girl's team. In fact, Muff told me before the game that he didn't even bother going, or uh, before the show that he didn't bother going because he thought it was a, uh, it was a slam dunk, to quote him. A slam dink. Which is what he does a lot from what I'm hearing. But are you ready for that? He didn't go because he thought it was a foregone conclusion. Even George was shocked and amazed. Yep. And probably pleased oh, because yeah. he saw, oh, Wonder Woman's good. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. I'm going to have to play Virgin Mary just so we Well, I, I don't want to play the whole thing, okay? But I do love that. Virgin Mary. Virgin Mary. That's enough. So Wonder Woman we had on there. there this will be a lengthy list. There's a lot of good choices, and, you know. Just, just keep reading the question again and think of the significance. Somebody that really like means something. Somebody uh, who's had a lasting power, right? Right. Famous, like famous, famous. and a character really neat and interesting and uh, whatever. All of these things. Does anybody the even greatest... know? Are you interrupting again? No. Who is the greatest? Yes, you are. Who is the greatest? And you know, Scott hasn't but... said squat yet so far because he's told me that until he gets paid, he's not speaking. Did Clarence come in here yet to take care of this goddamn no. Clarence? No. If he if he would spend at least 15 minutes out out of the obese orifice one just one day a week, we get some crap done. And don't forget, by the way, this Wednesday is payday for some of us. The 10th of September. I just mentioned that in passing, Clarence. He probably ain't listening, but Muff listens. Muff gets paid to sit in his office and listen and go pat people on the head, check in. You everything okay? Now Fort Myers on nine. Is it possible that could be really from it's Fort possible. Myers? Highly unlikely. Uh, here's Fort Myers. Hello. Fort Myers. Yeah, probably was really from Fort Myers because they're <laughs> stupid enough. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's a call from Hialeah. Hello. Patriots suck. No, uh, uh, suck this. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, I got the one. We need yeah. Keith on the list. So count Dracula. Dracula's good. Perfect. And, of course, Dracula was just a, it was a one-time movie, but the character recurred like 80 zillion times in uh, The Bride of Dracula and The Bride of Ghost of Frankenstein and Your Mama. Well, the new one, the Francis Ford Coppola, that's the one to watch. Frank Langella? No, 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 no. Um, Gary Oldham. Gary's Oldham? Gary's Oldham. Oldham. That's, that's very, uh, that's the one to watch? Yeah. 
as opposed to Bella Lugosi, are we going to have this idiotic argument again? It's getting pretty ponderous, man. All right, then let's argue Korea versus Hashik, who's going to win the cup. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't hockey talk, okay? If you want hockey talk, we'll give you Rimmer's phone number, okay? You're staying at a very, very expensive hotel, the most expensive one in downtown Toronto. Guy that wants a bunch of free meals, you know? Guy to help me lose all of that money with his good, close, personal uh, golfing buddy, Mitch Hirsch. Go away, Rimmer, like I said. Don't go away, man. Just go away, please, fast, soon. Here's Pompano. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Okay, somebody just beat me to Dracula, but I have another one in my... We got that on there, by the way, Dracula. We don't, we're, not, we're not saying which one. We're not, we're not narrowing it down to who played it, because we could do that with uh, uh, Batman. Like it was just too ponderous. But also Michael Corleone you could put on there. Uh, three movies, you know. I, I guess he was around for a while. Yeah, he was in all three of them. Oh, yeah, you know, it's a funny thing, but uh, I, I, just to change the subject, I, I didn't watch the uh, presidential address last night, but I, I did read some uh, articles about it, and yeah. my only question to him is, you know, where's all this money going to come from? To, to Your pocket money? and mine. Yeah, but no, but I mean, what programs are they going to take it away from? I mean, where are they going to make the cuts? All of them. I think what we're going to do is probably close down all the public schools. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, the, 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 the tax breaks are going out. They're going to be made permanent. To the billionaires, right. You know, and apparently the money they want to earmark for Iraq is greater than what they want to donate to public education. I mean, where are we heading to? This is, uh, I mean... Down on a handbasket. Uh, it, it, it's sad. It really but, is. But you see, the, the good part of it is, though, his his approval number, this is just like Papa like son. The numbers oh, no are question. dropping like a rock. He his Right now, if the election were today, he would have no chance of getting reelected. Truly, you know, um, um, deranged people. I mean, you know, they, 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 they do the same things over and over again and expect to get different results, and it's just it's yeah. not going to happen. That's, you notice how Rumsfeld is losing it? Oh, he, he doesn't even want to And the soldiers talk over there anymore. said, by the way, don't come and speak to us because we just want to go home and you lied to us, and so he canceled his speech over there? Yeah, I mean, you know, they don't even want to appear in front of the camera anymore. Yeah. Uh, any of the people that work from it, a lot of them are just dropping out. I mean, you know, uh, Harry Fleischer left. Christine Todd Whitman is left. I mean, who, who's next? And, and uh, maybe ne maybe next will be Condoleezza. Yeah. Oh, you know, she next. was she was being interviewed yesterday. I forget by who, but uh, she just she just was freezing up. She couldn't answer anything. <laughs> it, it, I'm telling you, Neil, it was great. I, I, I kept hearing that song that he used to have for her. Yeah. As, as she was talking, I, I, I was laughing so much. It was beautiful. There you go. Uh, Have a great day, Pally. Things are looking up. Okay, yeah. Keep your chin up. As Enrique likes to say, keep your chin up. I think I should play the original one. All anyway, right. here's a fact that says, at least once, here's a fact that says, put Shaft on your list, says Tina from North Bay Community College. No. There's no chance. Does Shaft qualify? No. I'm not even sure that Indiana Jones qualifies. How many of those, those movies were there? About 30, man. Huh? Three or four. Yeah, I don't, I don't know whether he belongs on there or not. Oh, I do like that song by R. Dean Taylor, Indiana Wants Me. Every Doesn't time I think of the name of that movie, which I never saw any of those, because it's basically a movie for kids, right, Indiana Jones? Yeah, pretty much. And you're, you're doomed in temple? Isn't right. that what Jay Fiedler said? Oh, he was doomed in temple! The rabbi put a curse, a hex on him. That's why he threw that quail there at the end of the game. I don't want you people to feel bad, all you silly dolphin people. You should be concentrating on the Marlins now, okay? Marlins. Game behind the Phillies for the wild card. They're having one hell of a season. They're like 10 or 11 games over 500. The freaking Marlins. And what are they worried about? Oh, the fish. The fish. Well, Marlins are a fish. Never had no appetite for fish myself. The smell. I just can't get near it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Fort Lauderdale, hello. 
Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. You mentioned the prisoner, and I agree with that 100%, but if you're going to put the prisoner on the list, you have to put John Drake on the list, who was the secret agent in the series that was the precursor for the prisoner. Well, he came out in England as Danger Man. Right. It's just sometimes I went you know to the something? Office. The prisoner doesn't really belong on there. Well, but the thing is, but, well... You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, but Secret Agent was a half-hour series that ran a lot longer than the prisoner. See, if, if we did a poll and we said, who was your favorite... Well, fictional character, which I think we've done that, and we can do that again. Then these people belong on there. But but yeah. to say who is the greatest fictional character ever in movies or TV, even to put the prisoner on there is like uh, it's just being gratuitous for groupies of that. Which I love the series. I think we should take that off, don't well, you, George? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was actually take... not even calling up to suggest that he be on the list. I was just saying that there was a series right. called Secret Agent that was actually and then made... there was the song by Johnny River, Secret Agent Man. Exactly. One of my favorites. That was the theme to the song as it was uh, as a series that was right. played in the United States. Absolutely correct, sir. And now, as far as the vote, for, and I don't know whether this would qualify, but I put Thomas Anderson on the list, who is Neo from The Matrix. And as of November, there will be a third movie, so I would think that would qualify, although you did put a limitation with Indiana Jones, which... Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I'll leave Indiana Jones on there, but yeah. I, I don't want to put too many on it would have been like two or three movies. That's not... I mean, how do you compare that with, with Batman and with sure. Sherlock Holmes Superman. and how Superman? About, which, okay. which, how many different Supermans have there been over the years? About a man. You know, including the uh, lovely Tom Welling. Well, I don't think you mentioned this one. How about Tarzan? Tarzan's good. good. Tarzan's good. Yeah. He's a real swinger. Yeah, there you go. Thanks a lot, Pally. Have a care. great day. You too. Yeah, what's wrong with Tarzan, okay? No, not the Johnny Weissmuller one, anyway. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. There was there was a Jewish guy that played Tarzan once. Uh, Ron Eli. Very good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe that. Didn't he go to Eli High down there? <laughs> With Eli Wallach. Twelve minutes. Oh, I sure hope not. Hey, uh, eat another cannoli. Come on, Eli. Eat another cannoli, just to be sure. Boy. No, you eat it. You're so skinny. And then she, I love, <laughs> seriously, that was a very erotic thing that Connie did in that movie. Yeah. When she, like, tongued, she tongued the edges cream. of the cannoli and just licked the cream <laughs> off the edge. Oh, my God. You can't say that on the air, can you? No. Okay, we won't say it again. She just, like, sucked the... 11.13 at 5.60 WQAM, if you're underpaid, overworked, underappreciated, in other words, if you're in a really crappy job and you're sick and tired of living like some kind of a schmuck, like how would you love to have a new high-paying career before the year's end? Just call our good friends at Fast Train, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Mention Todd Reck, they'll probably hang up on you immediately. Fast Train can have you trained and certified before year's end. The demand for computer professionals is still growing like Topsy. There's no end in sight. So there's no better time than right now to get you a new high-paying career in the computer field. Start making a big, fat paycheck, and then you can start smoking a big, fat one, too. Fast Train offers job placement assistance, convenient day, evening, and weekend schedules. And there are six Florida locations now, including four in South Florida, so there's bound to be one convenient by where you are. Fast Train offers you financial assistance to people who qualify. So if you're tired of being in a dead-end job and looking at a very measly paycheck, if you're scrimping and scraping just to get by, call Fast Train today and get yourself on the road to a real career and paycheck. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then call that toll-free number. Get all the details. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. We're Sports Radio 560. UAM. Of exploding balls. In 1980, fear was born. In 1984, the nightmare began. In 2003, the two legends will meet face to face. Freddy. First, we kill the children. Versus Jason. <laughs> versus. Godzilla. Ah, what the? What's that? Ah! 
It's evil versus evil versus Godzilla. Then this holiday season, they meet again in the ring. It's Freddy versus Jason versus Rocky. But Rock, these guys will tear you to pieces. I don't know, Mickey. He's got knives on his fingers. He'll ruin your pretty face, Rock. I know, Mickey. Then, summer 2004, Freddy versus Jason versus Seabiscuit. <laughs> then, the following Thanksgiving, Freddy versus Jason versus Kramer versus Kramer. Then, coming to pay-per-view, Christmas 2004, Freddy versus Jason versus the Olsen Twins. It's a grudge match in a cage, suspended over the Rose Bowl in beautiful Pasadena, California. Only on pay-per-view. Order today. Now, was that Kramer versus Brad Kramer? Is that what that was? Yes. It's 1118 at 560 WQM. Somebody, Alex, who's a chronic faction, we usually poo-poo his suggestions. He's got a good one today, Spider-Man. Sure. Because Spider-Man was not only the movie, but it was also in cartoons and uh, all kinds of crap. books, TV series, TV movies. Right, that's my point. Spider-Man's a good one. Thank you, Alex. It's about time you got a good one. Uh, what about Rocky? The flying huh? squirrel? No, not that Rocky. That's why I said it that way. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Sly Stallone, Rocky. Uh, no? If you want, I mean, whatever. Well, why not? It'll why get not? some votes. It was sure. gigantic. I'm not asking if we like it. I mean, it's for morons. It's for illiterate people like him, but there are a lot of illiterate people like him. Uh, also, Freddy Krueger, which is why I just played that thing. you got to have Freddy Krueger. Okay. Right? All right. Well, why are you, like, uh, reluctant on that? Is there any doubt about no, that? No, uh, I keep leaning over to type it up. No, you don't. You just you don't like that. No, I like it just fine. We Freddy Krueger, they were like, how many of those, uh... About 30 men! Nightmare on Elm Street, parts 1 through 100. Well, we can put Jason and Mike Myers on there, too, while we're at it. No. You think? Jason's bigger than Freddy. So we got to put Jason from, um... No, I don't care. I don't care what. No, I don't want to put Jason on it. Because Jason had the mask. Oh, my phone is ringing. There must be a package downstairs. Maybe it's the uh, maybe it's the money that Ed McMahon is sending me. Or also, Dirty Harry, Dirty Harry, man, somebody faxes in, and I have some shocking news for you. About fourteen hundred Dutch died during the heat wave. You know, we had twelve thousand French died. Right. About fourteen hundred Dutch died during the heat wave. So it's a damn good thing I got the hell out of there. You know what? Right. You would have been a dead Dutchman, a Dutch oven. Oh, and look at this. Tina from Miami Dade says, <laughs> just because. Did you see this? Yeah, well, of course you did, because you said, what kind of crap is that? Damn it. <laughs> She's just militant. because Shaft is black doesn't mean he doesn't qualify. Now put Shaft on that list right now. God damn it, says <laughs> Tina from Miami Dade. Well, guess what, Tina? No. 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 No chance. It's got. I don't care if he's black or purple or what. Shaft is small potatoes. I got your Shaft over here, sweetheart. Tina from Miami Day. Go to a real school, okay, instead of where a bunch of illegal aliens are hanging out. Maybe you might learn something. She's all militant about this. Well, let me say it again. The answer is no. No, no chance. No shaft. I'm going to give you the shaft, honey. So how do you like that? Because he's black. Every, everything you do in, in America, it's a racial thing. Can we put some, are there any black characters that qualify to be on this list? No. No. There must be. There Just to pacify be. Tina. Who? I said there must be. We just can't think well, of Well, think of somebody. How about Amos and Andy? Oh. <laughs> that may not be what she had in mind. Which one, Amos or Andy? Uh, Andy Gibb. I'm thinking. Famous Anus. I'm trying to think of a black character who, uh, uh, fictional TV. Uh, how, I got one. Yeah. She won't like this either, but he's uh, very uh, George Jefferson. Okay. Movies or TV, if we got Archie Bunker, that should be equal time. Okay, Tina, is that okay? No. no I didn't think so. I'm putting him on anyway. I love George Jefferson. That, that, you know, and when I think back to that asshole Tom Jicken writing about, oh, that show is racist, bullcrap. 
that, that's like saying that Archie, that all in the family was racist. They were stereotypes, right. you know? They weren't getting it. It was sarcasm. It, it was comedy. It was just uh, comedy. It was sarcastic comedy. And they don't come no better than George Jefferson, although he is a fact. So about 1,400 Dutch died during the heat wave. Oh, It was uh, boiling over there. That day we went on the train to Cologne, Germany. As much as I love Cologne, I should have put some extra on that day, Cologne. <laughs> oh, I, I can't begin to tell you. Maybe that's why they died. Maybe that's why uh, so many people fly out of South Florida in the summertime until about November when it gets under 100 and when humidity is under, like, 95. But I think they're coming back. I think we see that on our website. I think uh, our show is like the barometer of South Florida, if there's any any there. A few more people came back. They had to, like, uh, really hustle to sell that damn game out yesterday. It would have been a public service if they would have blacked that out. You know what? would be a lot fewer psychotic people in South Florida today. No. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Oh, so that was him, but it wasn't mm -hmm. good. That was him. Didn't sound like him. By the you way, see, the, the worst thing that you can start doing when you expect to get paid on the show is to start disagreeing with the host. I'm not getting paid yet. <laughs> no, you're right. It wasn't him. You're right. Thank when you. When you're right, you're right. Don't happen often, but when you're right, you're right. Get his paycheck going there, Clarence, will you, you jackass? By the way. With your damn Beasley's. Here's a guy that's going to make about four or five bucks an hour, and they're like dragging their feet. Well, uh, we're making some cutbacks, you know, on payroll, and we got to really tighten our belts, you know, because the Beasley's don't know where the next goddamn meal is coming from, where the next chitlins are coming from. Well, you can just imagine a meal at the Beasley household. Oh, brother. So anyway. Pro probably a lot of canned peas, yes? There is no Tina from North Dade Community College, this person who keeps faxing over and yes. over again. I uh, didn't look at the header. It's one of our chronic fax holes that uh, is on the list. Oh. Should have uh, caught it sooner, but nevertheless. Yeah, you should have caught it sooner, George, just like uh, Scott should have caught that guy that's called. How many times already today? About 30, man. Not even noon yet. That asshole's been on there 30 times. But you know what? We really don't care. That, I've got a whole new attitude, man. <laughs> no, I, I don't. See, you, I, I was telling you last week, and I right. really mean this. Don't let yourself get upset. You get upset. No, no. I went, yes, you do. I went through all of that for uh, a zillion years. I don't care. What the hell difference does it make? We do the damn best to do our duty. In fact, mm -hmm. you did a big one before the show, and that's it. That's the best you can do. Thank goodness it was only one, though. I thought I was afraid. If you, oh, see, you know what I think is heaven? One continuous, oh, yeah. beautiful, perfectly shaped law. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, Abe Lincoln would be so proud. I'd one of those Lincoln logs. You think that's why they call them Lincoln logs <laughs> in the bowl? Stinking I'd logs. sell my soul to drop a big one in the bowl. Seriously. Right. I mean, of paper. course, that's so antiseptic. Oh, I don't want to start again with that toilet talk. We did enough of that last week about <laughs> the flush toilets and all the other stuff. And about the fact that I go around. In fact, they said, one of the uh, city officials uh, called me uh, after they heard that show. They listened on the Internet. They said, if you'd like, we can, like, put you on the payroll on the public dole, and you can go around to, like, hotels and restaurants, and you can be, like, the official uh, flusher. You can be on the dole to flush the bowl? Yeah. And, of course, when I fly, when I get rid of them, I always flush them at least four times. That's where that term came from, the four flusher. <laughs> no, I don't I don't want to see, I don't want to leave that there. And, and, oh, and if it's me, I hate to say this, but I was, like, uh, in distress in a, a downtown area hotel. Yeah. And I just had to go and drop a, <clears throat> make a deposit. And I get all done, and believe me, it was a very healthy movement, and Beethoven would have agreed. And, and I go to flush that, and it felt like the, it was one of those handle jobs, you know? Okay. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Like on the side, one of those without a bowl right. in the back. You know what I'm talking uh -huh. about. And uh, it, it was like, I felt like it was broken. And I thought, oh, no, I can't, I'll never leave here. I can't mm -hmm. leave and leave that no, behind we'll, me. We'll get a bucket of water. So luckily, I, I pulled it like forward and backward, as opposed to up and down, which is usually those things, uh, and it, it just sucked it out. Oh. You're still talking about a toilet? 
26 past 11 at 560 WQAM. Scott's going to get on the payroll by the end of the week or we're all quitting. How do you like that? All right. Clarence, we're getting sick and tired of waiting for a response. I want Clarence in there during the break. I want his little skinny ass in there with an explanation. I don't care. I want no excuses. They went through the same thing with Boner Boy, remember? Sure. Which probably postponed his demise. Hey, you know, when the time comes to have your carpets cleaned, here's one name. That's the only thing that needs to pop right in your mind. Just like that. Dry Concepts. For over 20 years, they've done a fantastic job in my house. Like about a month ago, they came and sucked out the deep-down dirt in my carpets, made them look and smell and feel just like brand new. Dry Concepts. Oh, and by the way, do we have an ad for uh, Ken, at Ken Halpern at National Limos on our website yet? I don't know. I don't think so. Why the hell not? What are we dragging our feet for? What are we dragging our feet for? Let's get with it. My good close friend Ken Halpern, you're going to wind up cutting off my limo service, you clowns. Come on, Eric. Probably not Eric's fault. Probably you haven't sent him nothing. Anyway, getting back to our friends at Dry Concepts. They're the best in the world, the number one carpet cleaning company. The only ones in the world who dry clean your carpets. It's a real patented method. It's not just some kind of advertising gimmick. They give you a written guaranteed price before they do the work and always do a spectacular, unbeatable job on your drapery, your uh, furniture, your carpeting, your upholstery, the whole deal. And now Dry Concepts continues to offer you an opportunity to save 15% on your next carpet cleaning during these final dog days of summer. Just call Dry Concepts at 1-800-248-5071. Ask to be put on their standby list. Then Dry Concepts will call you next time they've got an opening in their schedule. It's just like when you fly standby. If you're available when they have an opening, they'll do the job for you and knock 15% off the regular reasonable low price already. Call Dry Concepts today. Ask to be put on that standby list. They might even have an opening on the day you call. They'll give you 15% off the price of the job. Call 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071 or check them on the Wicked World Wide Web at dryconcepts.com. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rambo 4 and 5. Uh, how are you? Uh, John Rambo's still alive. I want to make movies 4 and 5. My life ain't going great, planet Hollywood's broke. Unfortunately, I speak like I had a stroke. First blood came in 82, that's when I hurt my penis and it never ever grew. Rambo 2 was in 85 late, uh, Rambo 3 was in 88. Shooting and looting and tooting my gun, I did not make this movie with my son. Uh, his name is Sage, he was in Rocky 5 in Daylight, the tunnel movie. A little bit of cash is what I need, I gotta get a loan from Apollo Creed. I gotta have another hit movie. Broadway show like Benahy. I guess nobody ever saw Copland. It was stupid. I guess I understand. My whole life is about to cave in. All I got left is Jennifer Flavin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I need to make Rambo 4 and 5. <laughs> it out so call me up i really need a script i can do dialogue or keep it zipped i like comedy action adventure and drama that the only thing i will not do is have sex with a llama so give me a break for goodness sake i used to be on oprah now i can't get on ricky lake right now i got a one-man show in poughkeepsie basically i'm an unemployed gypsy a little bit of cash is what i need i gotta get a loan from apollo creed i gotta have another hit movie or a Broadway show like Benahim. I guess nobody ever saw Copland. <laughs> it was stupid, so I understand. My whole life. 
It's about to cave in. All I got left is Jennifer Flavin. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I need to make Rambo foreign fire. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 27 till noon at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. Here's one that says a fax. I did not hear the play-by-play on the radio yesterday. However, after the game, right after the game, turned on the radio, I didn't hear Mo. I heard the big... Oh! Where did Mo go? Is he gone forever is what it said. And then with several yeses with exclamations as in hoping that the... No. But the bad news is, he's still there. He was on this morning, I heard, about two minutes, and then you cut it off, which thank you very much, Barry. Sorry, I could have popped it back on for you. Oh, I would have, I would have uh, loved hearing him, like, moaning and groaning and making all kinds of excuses, the moaning after that embarrassing, humiliating loss to a little girl's school, a team. Mo moaning in the moaning? He was, Mo was moaning. Wait till that summer book comes out. Wow, and then we get that hour by hour and see where the big shower of powers between 8 and 10, when Scott Farrell is on. And about the gigantic dump that we have between 5 and 8 in the a.m. You'll see. Mark my words, man. Put an X on each one. Okay, how's this thing going? Pretty well. We'll get a whole, we'll get uh, a lot more names on this list. 196 votes. Who was the greatest fictional character in movies or TV? Not somebody that was in one movie like Jane, like, uh, what the, uh, whatever Humphrey Bogart was in Casablanca. Rick. James Bond 65. I guess he's, I guess that was a foregone conclusion, right? By the way, if we're going to have Rocky on there, shouldn't we also have Rambo? Yes. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, how about Captain James Kirk, somebody suggested? Captain Kirk. Okay. And if we're going to put on Captain Kirk, which we will, what about Mr. Spock? What about him? He had unique ears. Okay. Mr. Spock. They they love Mr. Spock, right? Sure. James Bond said, where, where are you going? I'm, I'm <laughs> typing these to Eric. Just slow down a little bit. You're too hyper this morning, man. Must have got the good shipment over the weekend. I wish. Zoltan must have stopped by with some reinforcements. Boy, don't we miss him or what? No. Now, he was really ugly. How come you never said to me? How come you didn't say, what, the, what are you thinking about, huh? I must have been really desperate. Of course, when I came to work first at QM, I was hoping just desperately to find some guy to look uh, human. And that leaves him out. I see, I just, I just back, boxed myself into a corner. He didn't look human. James Bond, 65. Superman, 27. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's uh, Greg Reed. Sherlock Holmes, 22. Darth Vader, 18. Indiana Jones, 16. Batman, 12. Michael Corleone, 10. Michael Corleone. See, if it would have been me, I never would have really thought about that for some reason. But, of course, all three Godfather movies. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. Archie Bunker's got nine. Mad Max has got eight. Uh, Dracula six. That that business about we got to see the um, what is it? The Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker. It. it was good. Gary Oldman does a phenomenal job. It's not the same thing. Why don't you think of it as two different movies about the same character? I would have rather seen it with Martin Landau. All right. Dracula six. Wonder Woman two. George Jefferson's got two. See, I told you. Tarzan won, Rocky won, Spider-Man none, Freddy Krueger none, Dirty Harry none, yet 199 votes. What's your take? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Are they going to let him speak? On Iraq, when I go inside politics... No, they're not going to let him speak. And good thing, too. He just got that bemused look on his face again, that deer-in-the-headlights look. Always, especially lately. Like, how the hell did this happen? How did I get sucked into this? Remember the article I had on a few weeks ago? We put it on our website about how... The uh, the people who really pull the strings behind the scenes have got him set up to lose the next election anyway. To which we say, All right. good. 
but not for the right reasons. Remember right. that? Right. I remember. Well, we can only pray that it's true. When in doubt, vote his ass out. Well, of course, nobody really voted him in the first place. Santa Cruz expected to ask Congress to look into impeaching Bush. All right. San Jose, California. California. The Santa Cruz City Council tomorrow is expected to become the first lawmaking body in the nation to ask Congress to look, look, to look at... <laughs> I'm reading this so fast because I'm so excited. Although I know it doesn't mean much. By the way, it'll be on the back page of the Sun Sentinel, just like the Broward uh, County Commission, mm -hmm. when they voted to protest against the um, Patriot Act. Anyway, they'll be the first uh, lawmaking body in the nation to ask Congress to look into impeaching El Presidente for misleading the public on the Iraq war and for trampling on civil rights. The measure to be considered tomorrow is a watered-down version of July's strident call for a council resolution in favor of impeaching Bush and other top members of his administration, all those fascist goyim. A year ago, Santa Cruz became the first city council in the country to oppose the war. More than 150 councils and boards of supervisors across the country subsequently passed similar resolutions. A majority of the Santa Cruz council members are hoping they're all but certain action tomorrow will spark a similar movement. You need to speak up when you see evil being done, said city councilman Mike Rotkin. Right on, Mike. Absolutely correct. Am I right? Absolutely. Because the real evildoers are right there controlling the damn country. That's where the evildoers are. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from Deerfield. Hello. Hello, Uncle Deal. Yes, sir. Adrian, uh, this is the traffic lizard. First, before we visit the trivial pursuit question in a minute, I would like to bring you this live traffic update. Okay. In the Pompano area, uh, traffic is being diverted from Federal Highway on Northeast Sixth Street due to an accident. However, I've been on hold so long, it's probably clearing out right now. <laughs> uh, what do we want to but you had, talk but you had about? Good in, you had good intentions, though. <laughs> well, you know, you're talking about the uh, going back to uh, having a Jewish Tarzan. I'm thinking maybe Al Goldstein might have that job. Uh, He's a real swinger, yeah. We look at uh, the big hot air balloon out there who's now trying out for Parcell's job. Uh, do you know who that is? Who's that? All right. Uh, I'm going to give you a hint. He's got his own talk show. His, his name's Rush, but he's, uh, he's a Oh, you're talking back. about uh, that crap, yeah. Now, what's he doing on that football show there, trying to give Parcells some trouble? I think the man's insane. I think they're trying to drive their ratings into oblivion. They're trying to, like, vanish <laughs> from the face of the earth. He's all by himself over there throwing up a white flag while I'm trying to get the sports update. The man's yeah. trying to become somebody that uh, he's not. I guess he's running out of things to say about the way the economy's going. Well, I guess it's a good diversion. Maybe he'll start doing a sports show and he won't have to talk about all the crap that's going on in the world between the economy and Iraq attack and all this other crap. Okay, that would be my choice for Dracula. We'll put him on the Dracula column, Rush Limbaugh, and we'll see where that goes. <laughs> okay, have a great Bye day. Now. Whatever that is. You follow that? Did you put the pieces of that together? No. Huh? No. I don't know. He said he wishes that Dracula would uh, make more biting comments than Rush. Something like that. Rush bites. Just don't forget about that, okay? Just all the bull crap all the time. You know, whatever he says, you can put the old buzz on it. All the crap you can unwrap. That's what he gives you. 20 till noon at 560 WQAM. If you need to sell your home fast, fast cash home buyers are the people you ought to be talking to because they buy houses fast, hassle-free. Fast cash home buyers buy houses in any condition, location, for any reason. If you need to sell your house fast, maybe your house needs a new roof, flooring, or any other repairs. Well, don't waste a lot of money on costly repairs. Call Rod today and unload that thing. Call 1-866-785-FAST for no obligation hassle-free offer. 
at Fast Cash Home Buyers to help you solve your house problems. If you have a vacant house, maybe you're tired of dealing with a problem tenant or going through a nasty divorce or lost the mortgage payments on the Dolphin game yesterday. Call Fast Cash Home Buyers. Maybe you're one, two, or three payments behind or inherited a property you don't want and you're looking to unload. Fast Cash Home Buyers can help. So call Rod today at 1-866-785-FAST and let Fast Cash Home Buyers give you peace of mind. Fast Cash Home Buyers will buy your house today. And here's another really great part of this whole deal is you won't have to pay a penny, a dime, a peso in real estate commissions. So call Rod and check this out. Call 1-866-785-FAST, F-A-S-T, for a hassle-free offer. And let Fast Cash Home Buyers help you with those house problems. Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Something bothering you, Mrs. Spock? May I say that I have not thoroughly enjoyed serving with humans. I find their illogic and foolish emotions a constant irritant. Unlike you, we humans are full of unpredictable emotions. Love. Tenderness. Yes. Don't be afraid. Here's my hand. Hold on. You are beautiful. More beautiful than any dream of beauty I've ever known. What is your point, Mr. Spock? I love you. Kiss me. You're out of your mind. The prospect appeared quite attractive to you a moment ago. You don't really want to hurt me, do you? Put that thing away. No, I don't think so. No! I can't. It's painless and quick. Ah! Entry made by second officer Spock. Ah! Possible we might have hit the wrong entry point. Yes. Very well, Captain. Try again. If it pleases you. What are you waiting for? Hurry! If you'll excuse the intrusion, Captain. Ah! Bury the hatchet. An appropriate choice of terms, Captain. Ah! Oh, I feel so weak. I'll be glad when this is over. Harder! Coming. Ah! Gracefully. I have eaten animal flesh and I've enjoyed it. Believe me, Mr. Spock. It was painful in more ways than one. I don't know why I have not been infected. Thank you, Mr. Spock. From both of us. 146, 14 to noon at 560. Mad Dog at 2, the Humper from Shula's at 4. Marlins on deck, 635. Huge game. Marlins at the Mets, 710 tonight. And uh, ESPN Radio instead of Eddie K tonight. I don't know why. Do we know why? No. And Joe and Oh, wait, that's overnight. a typo. I beg your pardon? They told me and I forgot. It's a typo. It is. Ah, uh, yeah. Clarence, for crying out loud, he can't. And by the way, did he come in during that break? No. No. See what I mean? So Eddie K is on tonight. Clarence can't get the schedule straightened out. If he would spend more time on station work instead of working on the beast, we'd have something going here. Maybe Scott could get paid sometime this year before the year comes out. Before our Clarence comes out. Zorro says uh, Tina again with another phony fax, but you know what? Zorro belongs on there. Right. Right? Sure. What are you laughing about? Zorro belongs on there. It says for the Latin audience, unless you're an ethically biased bastard, which I am. But that's beside the point, right? Right. Zorro. Zorro was great. Indiana Governor Frank O'Bannon, 73 years old, collapsed in Chicago. CNN's making a big fuss. Case is still pending as we speak. It's pending as we speak. He's still uh, they're working on him. They're looking at him. 
You know, you care about that? No. I don't think so. So how are we doing so far? James Bond is running away with this baby. I mean, there's no contest. But 75 votes, the greatest fictional character in movies or TV. Second place, Superman, 32. Sherlock Holmes, 22. I'm so proud of this audience. Darth Vader, 20. Indiana Jones, 17. Archie Bunker, 15. See, Sherlock Holmes is a more cerebral answer than James Bond. Sure. Archie Bunker, 15. Michael Corleone, 14. Batman, 12. Dracula and Mad Max are tied with none apiece. And then it's real small potatoes. Dirty Harry's only got four. Aren't you surprised? He hasn't uh, made a Dirty Harry. He hasn't made your day? Well, now he's got five. George Jefferson and Wonder Woman each have a pair. Only I think hers are bigger than his. Rocky's got two. Spider-Man one. Tarzan one. Captain Kirk one. Mr. Spock one. Rambo and Freddy Krueger got the big oh! none. None yet. Oh, this story, this will, well, let me take a few calls. Because you'll have to strap yourself in for this story about the DEA set to battle pot advocates over hemp use in food. Okay. <laughs> Does that leave you almost speechless? Yeah, almost. DEA set to battle pot advocates over hemp use in food. And what foods are these? Well, we'll get to it. All right. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Oh, that was him, I think. Or maybe just a good imitator. Here's Miami. Hello. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Great show today. Uh, just wanted to add one to the poll, though, to go along with George Jefferson. How about uh, Fred Sanford? There's another. See, that'll satisfy uh, phony Tina. Right. <laughs> hey, where's the uh, van going to be today? I have no idea. I don't even know if it's going to be anywhere. Because it's Monday, and Miguel has to service uh, Doreen twice on Monday, so I don't know if he's going to have time to get out. Okay. We'll let you know. <laughs> Thanks, Pally. What are you laughing about? It's true. He's got to bone her twice. Are you telling me she was answering phones this morning? Yeah. I find that just astonishing and shocking. Maybe Doreen, the queen. out, spreading her wings. Mm. Maybe she might have another confrontation with Mo. Absolutely. Was she, was she answering phones on his show? Uh, I don't know. She was certainly answering them... Uh... On Pharrell's show. Well, yeah. she's probably uh, looking, she wants to check out the big D. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call on Alligator Alley. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. A couple of things for you. Uh, good show today. Number one, uh, Sly Stallone is going to be uh, acting. Well, I wouldn't want to say acting, but he's going to be, uh, uh, he's going to be in directing and producing a movie about the deaths of Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur. I'll be damned. If you can believe that. Um, the other thing is... Yeah, uh, he sure seems to fit into that perfectly, don't he? My, no. Yeah. no. My vote for uh, for the poll, Tony Montana, man. Scarface. I know he's only been in one movie, but it's it's a, it's a an iconic character, you know? And then, okay. Uh, okay. Last but not least, when, in, uh, when, when times are bleak, we must impeach. Okay, have a great day. Times are bleach. When it's time to bleach, it's time to impeach. Now, Tony Montana ain't going to be on I mean, it. It's I one like movie. Him, no, yeah, one movie. The greatest fictional character in movies or TV. I mean, I could understand if it was like one movie where it was like, uh, like Rhett Butler in Gone with the Wind. Right. See? Although I'm not putting him on there. No. But I'm just saying something like that, where it was like so outstanding, so memorable, so strong, you know? Right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. We got six hundred open lines, and I would say uh, we had how many real calls? What percentage of calls today were like real calls? About thirty, man. And seventy percent idiots. Well, it's Monday. Yeah. Here's a call from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. 
Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I think Batman. You think Hello? Batman? Yeah. <laughs> that's not you mean too bad. Batman has got 12 votes already on the poll? Right. But but hold on a second. And I, I think you're really intelligent. The only thing is, why don't you do good radio? I mean, you belong in Toronto with the wimps. Yeah. Then why are you listening? I'm trying to get some good radio. I mean, I... No, I, no, I, if you, but if you know you're not going to find it here, then why are you listening? Why? Because there's nothing else on. <laughs> okay, great. There's nothing else on. Calls when I'm on, same shtick. Same crap. You're boring, pal, okay? And by the way, there are no wimps up here. Only the wimps are playing on the Dolphins. Those are the wimps losing to a girls team. Five six seven. Oh, this is a guy who listens every single day. You're on. I'm on. Mm-hmm. Recites chapter and verse every single word. Why don't I do good radio? Always does that. Too. Maybe because Starts we don't want to do good radio. Okay, maybe we'd like to do bad radio. I beg your pardon. He always does that too. Starts out with some fake material and then takes a shot. Right. Exactly. So I, I, I say Batman. You know, you're, you're so lame. Why don't you do good call? Are you capable of it? No. Didn't think so. You're an idiot. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello. Buenos dias, yes, sir. Hey, Uncle Neil, I got a, a character for you, Inspector Crusoe. Uh, Good one. The Pink Panther. Yep. And then for Tina in Miami-Dade, I was thinking maybe Toby from Roots. Okay. Kunta Kinte. Kunta Kinte. Well, there's a good one. Not, not. Okay, thanks a lot. Are we putting Kunta Kinte on it? No. no. <laughs> Toby. Kunta Kinte. Toby. Inspector Clouseau. The brilliant Peter Sellers. He was supposed to be a real asshole. What? How do you spell Clouseau? C-L-O-U-S-E-A-U. Clouseau. Got it? Got it. I know my frog, mister. Because we got Jean Chrétien here in Wimpy, Toronto. That asshole, by the way, never been anywhere near Toronto. He's probably left, uh, never left South Florida. Another one of those parochial assholes that's stuck down there that can't get out and is bitter about it. See, that's what I hear. That's what I hear in a lot of these voices I hear. And, of course, on the heels of that embarrassing loss yesterday to a little, 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 little league girls team. Yeah, but you're forgetting something. What's that? Aren't we blessed? We Oh, we sure are. Well, no, not after that game. We're cursed. It's a freaking curse. And did the uh, Hurricanes cover, even though they won the game, they cover the spread? No. No, I don't think so. What was the spread on that game, Scott? Like 14 or something? Yeah, I believe it was 14 and a half. No, oh, 14 and a half. Did they the come hook. close? No. No, they had to pull out the, out of their ass in the end just to win the game. Oh, no wonder Eddie Kay was on the verge of us sticking ESPN radio on tonight. Did Clarence come in here yet to clarify all of these mistakes no. and the boo-boos he's making? No. 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 You notice how he's playing hard to get? For some people. DEA set to battle pot advocates over hemp use in food. Consuming a chunk of organic health food is an act of drug abuse in the eyes of the DEA. If it contains, as some snacks do, hemp as an ingredient. This goes to show you what kind of fascist country you're living in, in Wimpy, Miami. An appeals court in Alaska says residents can possess up to a quarter pound of pot for their own use. In a Zogby poll conducted last month in New Hampshire, 84% of voters said they supported changing federal law to allow patients to use medical uh, medicinal, medicinal marijuana without fear of arrest. Marijuana continues its beeline for the mainstream after years of reefer madness. Reefer Madness. <laughs> Federal officials are ready to do battle with the next target being hemp as food. When it sound, while it sounds simple enough, one sides of one side of mostly pro marijuana advocates looking to climb another rung on the ladder toward pot tolerance. The fact that the hemp food case even has legs portrays the continued move toward societal legitimacy of the illegal weed. 
This from the Washington Times. There's a lot more tolerance for marijuana, said Bruce Merkin, a spokesman for the Marijuana Policy Project, which favors pot legalization and most other liberalization of marijuana laws. And it appears that there are more people rallying around this issue, he said. What people are not seeing, said Ed Childress, a DEA spokesman in Washington, is the marijuana legalization lobby at work behind the scenes with better resources. Those evildoers. How do you like that? I had no idea. Two years ago, DEA asked, uh, oh, asshole Hutchinson, you know him, <laughs> said that foods using seeds from the hemp plant violated federal law. He ordered a crackdown on the foods, but his dictate was uh, stayed by court order. Maybe Mo, is, maybe Mo is trying to obey the law and pick those seeds out of his... Maybe that's what those seeds are. You ever think about that? <laughs> no, I never guessed. Wow. Now, does this thing actually, this article actually... Now, it doesn't really list any foods that have any seeds, unfortunately, because we'd probably like to... Oh, I see. Right. I see. Wait a minute. Miss Gordon's Minneapolis-based uh, French Meadow Bakery produces, among other things, bread with hemp seeds as primary ingredient. You ready for that? Bread with hemp seeds is a primary She distances herself from the pro-pod lobby. I don't advocate marijuana use. I don't smoke the wicked weed, Miss Gordon said, but her multigrain healthy hemp bread uses hemp seed that she purchases legally from Canada where hemp plants are grown for industrial use and consumption. This is not to get people high. It's something that tastes good, she said. You know, so you get the munchies, and you're actually right. chewing on it at the same time. It's probably good What's for wrong your with colon, that? too. Probably good for your spastic colon. Absolutely correct, sir. Powell. Absolutely. He's spastic. <laughs> By the way, he's got this map. He's going to show you exactly where all those WMDs oh, yeah. are. With cartoon pictures. Yeah. <laughs> he was just fooling. <laughs> he was just fooling. He was just playing a game of chicken. 1157 at 560 WQM announcing a gigantic 2003 Neil Rogers end of summer clearance sale going on right this second at Hallett Pontiac GMC. Get yourself the lowest prices in town from Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto. Good guys. For this special promotion, every vehicle on the lot has been marked down to the absolute lowest rock bottom price. Plus, get yourself 0% financing for 60 months on every 2003 Pontiac or GMC in stock. You won't beat it anywhere. You can buy a 2003 Pontiac Sunfire right now for only 11998 at Hallett or get you a full-size Sierra for just 15998 But you better hurry in now because inventories are limited. And you can still test drive any vehicle on the lot for 24 hours. You can take it home, take it to work, take it to wherever that uh, Pier 66 and protest the president. And, of course, Hallett's also got a great selection of certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. If credit is a problem for you when you try to buy a car, it's no problem at Hallett. They're not picky. They want to get you a deal. Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the falls. Open every single day, seven days a week. If you want more info, call the Neil Deal hotline toll-free at 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211. Don't forget... All Neil Deal, subject to credit approval. See our friends at Hallett for details. Hallett Pontiac GMC, be professional grade. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Well, uh, it beat at 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. TV and radio are totally in control with lies and misinformation. They don't want you to know about the globalist assholes. Bankrupting the whole damn nation. The economy took a crap, getting slaughtered in Iraq. By the first dictator traders. All the few that want to know, there's only one way to go. You gotta read ten newspapers, but nobody cares about us. Nobody! They just want to be 
in front of their TV Thinking what happens to them Ain't gonna be happening to me So Nobody cares about her here Then Only after it's too late Yeah Then they say What did you say When they were never gonna believe ya Anyway Don't bother me with too much information I don't wanna read it I don't wanna believe it don't confuse me with the facts. I'm getting it fair and balanced. Say the mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. Believe all this view with Fox News. They don't lie. No. But it cares about. Everything's just fine. So what a few people died. I can't be concerned with that. I'm busy picking seeds out my ass. Now don't say I didn't want you. Just take a look at California. And you got Florida, what's up? Oh, yay. And are they hemp seeds? That's what inquiring minds in the DEA want to know. 1202 at 560 WQM. Bad news. Frank O'Bannon, the uh, Indiana governor, in critical condition. It's very, very serious. Who? That guy. Oh. Tracy and Kendall says, my vote. I, I uh, put a couple on here. Frankenstein. I mean, if we're going to put Dracula, how could we not put Frankenstein? Mm. There have been a zillion Frankenstein. I mean, even Abbott and Costello met Frankenstein. Sure, they did it together, too. Remember that? Oh, they did it together, like Clarence and the Beast? And Norman Bates, because that's what Tracy and Kendall suggest. That's a good one. Sure. You don't think? I do. I bought the 2002-2003 Best in the LCD online, says Tracy, and was very impressed with how quickly it came. Oh, yeah. Squirt, squirt. Me, too. The CD is great. I love the Eisner bits. They're just perfect. I would like to have had the real Condoleezza song. No. I don't think so, but it still has some classic bits. Everybody should get one. Have a great day. Thanks, Tracy. You have a great day, too. And thanks for helping out Abandoned Pet Rescue and getting our CD. And if more of you assholes will get off the, uh, get on the stick, get on the menin, do it. Like you? I beg your pardon? You're on the menin all the time. As often as I can. Oh, this is bad news, man, for Arnold on the Fudge Report. Miss Fudge. You know, I, I noticed that Miss Fudge, uh, her, she must, somebody must be pulling the strings against Arnold. I guess he's not right wing enough. Cause mm-hmm. the Fudge report has been extraordinarily a heavy duty loaded with these anti-Arnold articles. Well, he's part of that Hollywood crowd. He's not gonna be in with them. I see. Anyway, second black bodybuilder claims Schwarzenegger racist comments. World exclusive, says Miss Fudge. Another black bodybuilder has come forward claiming the California gubernatorial candidate is that Goober? Gubernatorial candidate Arnold Schwarzenegger has a history of making racist comments the Drudge Report can reveal. Robbie Robinson, whose picture, by the way, is uh, there on the, uh, oh, he's one of those over, those muscle-bound, one of the most respected and well-known of all bodybuilders, a former Mr. America, Mr. World, and Mr. Universe title holder, backs up claims made by fellow black bodybuilder Rick Wayne. No disrespect to fans of Arnold, but Rick's claim is in keeping with my experiences with the man, Robinson explains in a message. Robinson says that Schwarzenegger repeatedly directed the term nigger at him. Known throughout his career as the Black Prince, Robinson continues, in San Jose at the Russ Warner Clinic, or Classic, rather, as it was called in those days, there was a scene. Seven or eight of us bodybuilders were invited to guest pose at the show. We were all paid 650 bucks to do our thing. After the show, there was a big banquet. We were all dancing, having a nice time, and in walks Arnold and started shouting out, down with the blacks, niggers, and this and blacks, that, for about ten minutes. All during this time, nobody said a word. How do you like that? Hmm. The banquet hall was full of International Federation of Bodybuilder officials. There was a dead silence. You could have heard a pinfall. Everybody in the room was shocked except for me. 
All of his hostility and rage was directed at me, for once he got caught out of shape and I was in contest condition, me being in great shape put him in a bad light and a bad attitude. In my mind, I wanted to bust him up, but that wouldn't have done any good, so with all my intensity bottled inside me, I walked out of the room. I'm walking out as he was still in his mode of down with the blacks when the silence was broken by Joe Weeder's voice telling Arnold to stop. That did no good. He was on a roll now. I left the banquet and went to my room. His actions were cowardly and disrespectful. That's why Rick Wayne is speaking out. During pumping iron, more racial slurs were directed at me because I walked out of his house refusing to be involved in the movie. If we didn't get paid something, we ended up getting $100 a day, but not before more racial slurs of nigger nigger were leveled at me for speaking up for myself and the rest of the guys. What the fans and the media don't know is we all then signed $10,000 contracts with White Mountain Film Company and Arnold. To this day, Arnold hasn't paid us a dime. I wonder what the value of that contract would be today. Bodybuilding has a dark past. It's a tragedy. The Weeders and Arnold have to deal with their ghosts being uncovered, says Robbie Robinson. How do you like that, huh? huh? What a disgusting scumbucket that is, huh? This Arnold in California. Enough to make me puke. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. The greatest fictional character in movies or TV. We've added Frankenstein and Norman Bates. Good poll. A week, mm -hmm. uh, well, it's Monday. 292 votes. No votes yet for uh, Fred Sanford. One for Zorro, Tarzan, Freddy Krueger, Rambo. Two for uh, Inspector Clouseau, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, George Jefferson. Three for Mr. Spock and Rocky. Although I do like Rocky the Squirrel a hell of a lot better than Rocky the, uh, the boxy pugilist. <laughs> Captain Kirk, five. Dirty Harry, six. Mad Max, nine. Dracula, ten. Batman, 12, Michael Corleone, 15, Indiana Jones, 18, Archie's Bunker, 22, Darth Vader, 23, Sherlock Holmes, 26, Superman, 38, and leading the way by far, oh. it's Bond, James Bond. That's no surprise, right? Uh, it's surprising that he's leading by that much. Yeah. Well, it goes to show the mentality of the public. I mean, I'm not knocking the James Bond movies, but, uh, you know. Yeah. But They've it's enduring, that. and there have been a whole bunch of different actors play James Bond. About 30, man. And it's uh, last, the, true, the true test of time. It'd be lasting, right? Right. Here's a call from Davey. Hello. You know, my favorite character of all time isn't even on your list. Well, that's right. That's... Vaudeville, vaudeville, movies, television, sports, opera, Bugs Bunny. Has there ever been a character greater than Bugs Bunny? How about Mickey Mouse? No, Mickey Mouse doesn't have any characters. He barely speaks. Right, Bugs kicks his ass. Yeah, Mickey, Come on. Mickey Mouse only says. Eisner. That's about all he says. Okay, hey, we'll know, put it on. Bugs that's has a good some dialogue. That's a good suggestion. He's got okay. that that Brooklyn accent. He slaps mm -hmm. people around, kisses them yeah. on the mouth. Right. Violent. Yeah, I like it. You gotta love it. Now let me and ask hey, you one everybody thing. should go to this Bush thing tomorrow, and like Bush? protest the resident. At Pier 66. Cause, yeah, because who's got two grand for dinner? That, that's a good point. Okay, have a great day. Bugs Bunny, and if we're going to put him on there, how about Elmer Fudd? No, just nah, Bugs. He's, he's a, a small supporting potatoes. role, yeah. Yeah. Although I do like his wabbits. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. As the list starts creeping, we're starting to... Be, Bugs Bunny's a good suggestion. Yes, it is. Who is the greatest fictional character in movies or TV? Now, uh, let me ask you, would Bullwinkle... Why wouldn't we put that on there? Bullwinkle J. Moose. Okay. You don't think so? I do. Oh, I like Bullwinkle a hell of a lot more than Bugs Bunny. I mean, I'm not knocking that guy's... But if we're going to put Bugs Bunny, what about Porky Pig? Bugs was huh? the biggest. Bugs had the biggest one? Well, biggest Porky had the baddest. That, Porky had that corkscrew problem. <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, why the hell not? No, we'll put, okay, Bugs Bunny, and what about uh, uh, Bullwinkle J. Moose? 
Sure. No, you, I thought you were a big Bullwinkle fan. I, I am. I am. I don't think other people are as much as we well, are. Well, we'll see, okay? That, uh, just because they're not, because their taste sucks, okay? And they're all going to vote for James Bond because everybody knows that. You know, be a little bit creative. Be a little bit innovative. Do something different instead of just going along. Go with the flow and mo. Absolutely. Here's a call from Davey. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. The blob. Hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Don't, don't get all defensive now. The blob's a possibility. I mean, there were like the 75 different one. versions Listen, of it. I, I called before, and I lived in Toronto, and it's a bunch of Pakis, Indians, and Chinese, so you belong there, buddy. Yeah, okay, that's the same asshole. So like I said, no blob. Same same schmuck. Only he was doing a different voice this time, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, he's he's busy fudge packy. Five six seven at oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T Pakistani chocolate store. He's busy. He's got his head up his ass. He's packing it. Such miserable, nasty, rotten ass people. Guess what, pal? I love it here, okay? And one of the reasons is you're not here. That's one of the reasons I love it so much. Not only are you not here, but there are almost no people like you here. They which have, is what makes uh, it so. Right. I beg your pardon. Do they have sidewalk vendors in Toronto? Yes, they do. Do they sell chocolate at any of these sidewalk vendor establishments? No. Okay. No, they sell street meat. Street urchins. They, no, they sell street meat. Why, why, why would they sell chocolate? Before. Just because, because. Oh, I see. So he could be here fudge packing. Right. If you had a Pakistani chocolate peddler, he could be the fudge packy. I see. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Woo. Talk about heavy duty. <laughs> Talk about a long setup. Don't forget, the toes you step on today might be attached to the ass you have to kiss someday. That's what Greg always says. Only lately, he don't have too many people kissing it, you know? Especially after he screwed everything up and now he's trying to like, we'll see. Well, now, when's that next trend coming out? Is it this Thursday? No, it's next Thursday. This Thursday, next. of course, is the anniversary, second anniversary of 9-11. Right. Which I'm doing a poll on that tomorrow. Are you like making your preparations now? Oh, yeah. Visqueen, duct tape, a lot yeah. of bottled water. Get under the, uh, under the counter, under Chemical the table. masks. Right. I've got the doors. The, the, you know, because you can't really get an effective seal on your window. So I'm just going to take a, a plastic bag and a rubber band and put it around my head. Who the hell is Michael Knight? Is that the Knight Rider? Yeah. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Well, somebody faxed that, and mm -hmm. I can't even believe. Let's see. Uh, here's one that says Moda. I mean Yoda. <laughs> Not a good suggestion, but a good picture. It's a beautiful picture. It looks, it's, it's Mo doing, uh, it, it's Moda. <laughs> it is. Mm. That's a beautiful thing. Do, 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 do. Right. It says, use da, 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 doi, 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 the force, Luke, pipe smoking, scrub walker. <laughs> Why, I oughta, I ought to. Do, 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 do. Right. That's beautiful. And I, I didn't look that close, but it's a Yoda and Mo. It's Moda. I wonder if he's, uh, got his modem connected. Five, six, seven. I, you know, I, I miss bonding with him so damn much. It's just one oh, of the, well, you know, one of those liabilities, one of those things you have to give up for being here with all these uh, packies. I'll give him your phone number. And all these illegal aliens. You say liabilities or lies? I, I can't find. Are you picking on Mo now too? Are you are you jumping on the pile? Why right, they can't fire me? I don't think I've got <laughs> that uh, thing in here. What thing? Wow. Where he says I, I'm listening. How is that possible, George? I'm listening. I don't know. You, I know you have it. I have it? You must have How it. How does it go? I'm listening. Oh. I just, I don't have it under uh, the most stuff. I have it separate where he says. I'm listening. 1213 at 560 WQM. Someday we'll do good radio and then, uh, you know, then that guy can tune back in again. 
Hey, how low can those uh, interest rates go? You're probably wondering that. In fact, you're probably going to ask me that right now. Now the financial group is doing the limbo rock. We're in a jock under the lowest refinance rate going anywhere, 1.95%. That's correct. Now you can refinance your home or buy a new home and get a super low 1.95% financing rate with financial group. Call toll-free 1-800-940-LEND. 1-800-940-LEND. If you're even thinking about refinancing or buying real estate, Call Financial Group toll-free. you got nothing to lose. 1-800-940-LEND. And talk about savings. Wait till you hear these kind of payments you make. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 368 a month. If you have you a $200,000 loan, you pay only 736 a month. So call Financial Group and get that low, unbelievable rate you've been searching and praying for, 1.95%, because interest rates are at all-time lows. Financial Group, call toll-free 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions apply and rates are subject to change monthly. 5.19 APR. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Chamberlain, rate me. Welcome back to the highly rated and Mo Howard and David of the show. According to my extravagation. Okay, stupid, where were we? We were doing this. No, wrong. You were doing that to me. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mo. That's better. Mm. Oh, wrong day. Oh, Chris. Hey, I didn't say you could say that yet. Okay. Oh, wrong day. Now you. Chris. Oh, wrong day. Gatsby. Not Gatsby. Not on my watch, you punk. Okay. Oh, wrong day. He's up, will you? What's with the kung fu grip? Sorry, Mo. And we got one of our three very important callers on the line here. WQAM, what do you want? Come on, come on, spit it out. I can't understand the goddamn thing you're saying. What are you doing? Oh, that's quite understandable. Why, I sometimes... Help me out. Huh? Go ahead, guilty. Got me going now. Almost there. Say Orande. 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 Faster. Orande. 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 From 19 at 560 WQAM, 5670. Now, look at that. we got two calls on the board now. You know what's going on here today? No, what's going on? They're not. It's Monday, and they're not too enthusiastic, you know? In addition to which, one of them, this line nine in Miami, is going to be a crank anyway. Here's Miami. Hello. That's it. him. Yep. Told you. Why do you put the local people on line nine, Scott? Because George hasn't uh, told you properly yet. Yeah. I See, nobody in Miami or in Broward or any place is going to call on line nine because it's like uh, for out-of-town people, see? So automatically it's a tip-off because they're too stupid even to say, like, Naples or Fort Myers, even though they'll be lying anyway. But they're too stupid to even say that. It's like a tip-off. It's like, uh, you know, just bearing your ass, flashing it to the world. Fine. See, there it is again. WQAM line 9. Gay fever! I... <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, see? That was excellent. I can't wait. In fact, I'm going to be listening. I'm going to get up extra early Thursday morning. Because I want to hear 6.45 to 7 on the highly touted J, uh, J. Howard David show. I want to hear the interview with Jay Fiedler, the ass lick. And did I, did I uh, mistakenly hear that they're, they're taping 
the Ricky Williams show at the Cleveland around South Beach tonight between 7 and 8. And then they're going to play the, the show on the Mo Howard David show Wednesday morning. Did I hear that right? I don't know. Where did you hear that? Uh, right here on the uh, highly rated QAM with a low rated early morning show. Is that, oh no, oh no, I see, 7 to 8 at night. Because I'm thinking the guy's only doing three mm. hours and they're going to play it. 7 to 8 p.m. on Wednesday night, they're playing the Ricky Williams show. Oh my God, we got the Ricky Williams show, we got the Jay Fiedler, I'm getting paid show on the phone with Mo Howard David. Good God Almighty. Here's a call from Pompano, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I heard you, uh, you hang around Jarvis and Sherburn with Mel Watsman. Yeah. You like that, buddy? Whatever, whatever that means. You're, well, Mel Lastman, the, the mayor of Toronto. Yeah, I know who Mel Lastman is. He's the mayor of Toronto, yeah. And? Fudge patching with you. Okay, fudge pack this. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Are we going to get any real calls the rest of the show? No. I doubt it. What like I said before, start? we don't care. Yeah, why should we start now? Here's North Miami. Hello. Jay Fever sucks. Dave Wastad sucks. Jamar Fletcher sucks. They all suck. <laughs> now, that was a quality call. That, that was one of the better calls we've had all day. I like that. A lot of sucking going on. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I want to spend a lot of time on this research. Shows fat is an organ. Okay. The, no, really, this is a revolutionary story. It's a front page story in the National Post here, and it's got. If you continue on to the back on page twelve a. The Secret Life of Fat, and it's got like a big diagram and diaphragm. And it shows you the whole deal in there, the trachea, the lungs, the heart, the apopic, the liver, all of these things. The pancreas, the large intestine, the fat. Oh, the disgusting grotesque. It's an organ. It's doing stuff, okay? It's not just laying there, which would be bad enough and ugly and unhealthy, but it's doing crap to you all the time, which is why you have like that... What are they called? Irritable body. Not just irritable bowel syndrome, which many of us have. Especially when we're down there and we get those floaters. See, some people think floaters are just in your eyes, but sometimes they're in the bowl. Not just that, but irritable body syndrome. Have you ever heard of that? No. no. You really haven't? No, I never have. See, some of the medical people, they poo-poo it, you know. But then when (laughs) you check your poo-poo, then you realize that it's a beautiful thing. Makes sense, though. Although I do like that poo-poo platter. You ever eat it at a Polynesian restaurant? Uh, the Mai Kai. No, I don't, I don't mean the Mai Kai. Mai uh, Kai is like no. a tourist trap. That's I, I know. I'm talking about like uh, a Trader Vic's and those kind of places that went out of business before you were born. No. Oh, man, was that good stuff. And there's nothing like that poo-poo platter. That's what, uh, what's his name said was his favorite? Richard Simmons? No, Peter Clayton. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Hey, he liked it so much he used to get a whole platter of it. He said, but if the platter is too big, you get splattered on your platter. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Not no more, because he's dead. And that's probably one of the reasons he is dead. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, how are you doing today? Okay. I'm driving up the highway today, and I see the most pathetic billboard I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Back with a vengeance. These people, who are these people trying to kid, man? <laughs> I mean, who? I, they're terminal. They're ponderous. I bet you the local high school team can beat these people. Yeah. So, they, they suck. What do you think about that? I think you're absolutely correct, sir. They do suck. They lost one game, and right away the whole town is turning on them, which, which I, that's why I love it, because it, it's so typical of front-running phonies. They suck. Jay Fiedler sucks. Everybody sucks. Jason Taylor sucks. 
I thought these were going to be the Super Bowl champions this year, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Nasty, mean-spirited boy. In other words, what have you done for us lately? You lost to a little girls team and embarrassing you at home, no less. The home opener, a gimme, a gimme. The the Patriots get their asses kicked. The Jets lose Thursday night to the Redskins last Thursday, and so they're in a perfect position here to be like one and zero along with Buffalo, and and they lose to a, like a little tiny bunch of blind uh, little girls with their legs tied together. What a disgrace! What an embarrassment! You know what I'm saying? I think basically what it boils down to is they suck, and Dave wants that sucks, and all these other people that we keep parading around on a goddamn radio station like Jay Fiedler who tries very hard, but like I told you. This team will never go anywhere with Jay Fiedler as their quarterback. And as far as Brian Greasy and his sore thumb, all I can say is, <laughs> bottoms up, Brian. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon. Buenos tardes. I got one for you, Paul. See? Si. Uh, the famous Claude Rains and the Invisible Man. No. Does this guy have any idea what we're doing here? No. No. The greatest fictional character in movies or TV was the Invisible Man? We'll see him no more. <laughs> Not bad. Just like we're hoping about Mo. Absolutely. Everybody's hoping that. Hey, we want you to go away, Mo, okay? We want you to go away. Everybody in town. Or, in fact, we're going to sign and have a petition drive. Don't take it personal unless you want to, but everybody in town agrees on one thing. No, no. No, no. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah, 1226 at 560 WQM. I'm telling you, we're going to give you a date, and uh, we'll let you know the date that we're going to start doing good radio. (laughs) You're going to put out a memo? We're going to put a memo out, and then we'll probably put a small ad in the Herald and the Sun Sentinel. We'll let you know what day that's going to be. Probably be around the same time we start getting good calls, too. 1226 at QAM. If you want to plunge your guts out and have confidence and peace of mind, here are the people you ought to be talking to. VIPsportsbook.com. Ignore... So many of the silly little people we have on this radio station, including somewhere like under the age of 10, who are peddling, peddling all kinds of sports books in 10th world countries like Costa Rica, you'd be lucky if you ever see your money again. This year, move up in class and do your plunging at VIPsportsbook.com, the oldest and largest sports book in the Netherlands, the Netherlands, Holland, Amsterdam, 100% legal and licensed too. Listen to me and call VIPsportsbook.com right now at 1-866-VIP-BETS because they're South Florida's best sports book in the, the universe. Sign up now, and you can bet all the South Florida football and basketball teams juice-free all year long. Isn't that what the poll said that we took over the weekend that South Florida wants to be juice-free? Yes. You want to bet on the Dolphins? It's 100 to win 100. You want to bet on the Hurricanes? It's a risky bet. They didn't cover Saturday. It's 100 to win 100. So forget about the vig, the vigorish Abe Vigoda. All sign-ups get a 20% cash bonus. Fish, not some funny money match play bonus either. Tessio. VIPsportsbook.com, that's how you find them online, or call them toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS. How about Tessio for the list today? No. How about Clemenza? That number again is 1-866-VIP-BETS. Tell me you heard all about it on QAM. I bet you never saw Johnny, who used to do the Philip Morris spots years ago when advertising on TV for cigarettes was legal. No. He used to say, read all about it, read all about it. It was the Philip Morris spots. I don't know why he said read all about it, but that's what Johnny used to say. Now he's probably dead from lung cancer. VIPsportsbook.com, where you are the VIP. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, before we get started, what is that smell? That's my new cologne. It smells like onion dip. What is it? That's onion dip cologne. That explains it, I guess. That's right. Next question. You know, there was all the speculation that you were... Slower, please. 
You know, there was all that speculation that you weren't going to run. I know. I fooled the whole world. What changed your mind? What mind? What changed your decision to run for governor? Decisions are easy to make when you are informed. What does that mean? It's onion dip cologne. No, I don't mean about the cologne. I mean, what did that statement mean? Right. Next question. What is When the... I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Well, how exactly are you going to do that? I'm going to pump it up. How? By pumping. But this is a government. This isn't a gym. No, pumping. Speaking of pumping, there have been some allegations that you have... Uh, oh, better straight... be careful where you tread, small reporter man. Well, there have been reports that you have strayed in your... Uh... Straight. You straight. It's onion dip cologne. It's very nice. Thank you. I'm going to pump up Sacramento as the governor. I will be the best governor of California since Hubert Humphrey. Hubert Humphrey was never the governor of California. Exactly. It's no. onion dip it cologne. Onion dip. Not, don't you find it strange that if he's really that much of a racist, his name is Schwarzenegger? No. Or maybe that's why it is. 1233 at 560 WQAM. Let's take one from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. Hey, listen, your boy Mo is uh, branching out. I'm just driving past uh, uh, university here, and I go by a restaurant that you, I guess you'll have to go to next time you're in town. It's on University and Commercial. It's called Mo's Southwestern Grill. I guess he uh, sees the handwriting on a wall, huh? So, yeah, he's branching out. He's branching out. Hey, listen, I hate to talk about something that actually matters, but... Um, after uh, our, our liar-in-chief's uh, speech last night, uh, I happened to be online today, and I don't know if you have access to AOL, but they have a place where they're talking about a speech, and they have people who have gone online and made comments about it. And I'm mm -hmm. expecting to read all these comments from these idiots that support him. And I guarantee you, if you go on there and check it out, 75 or 80 percent of the comments on there are 100 percent negative. All right. And that, that is certainly cause for optimism, uh, unless the Democrats really shoot themselves in the foot and elect yeah. an even bigger moron than everybody Yeah, I, I think next off. year's president, I mean, it's you know, a long ways away, but I think next year's election is for, one for the Democrats to lose, which they're good at doing that, but I think that's the only way they can lose. They certainly are, and, and at least it, it you know, no longer appears to be a foregone conclusion that President Gump will be reelected to our second term. Now, these polls the last over the weekend are looking pretty grim for him. Yeah, and, and I'm totally broken up about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm hey, walking there in Toronto, have you ever been to uh, North 44 Restaurant? Never heard of it. It's awesome. What, what are they? What's their thing? Um, it's sort of uh, fusion, you know, sort of like Pacific Rim fusion food, but it's really good. Did you, you say Pacific to... Rimmer? Yeah, exactly. You good place for them. Okay, out, thanks man. a lot. Thanks a lot, pal. Have a great day. <laughs> Five, six, seven, maybe Rimmer could take me there. What do you say? No. no, I'm not answering the phone. Pound 560, boy, did I have a great steak at Ruth Chris on Saturday night. The company was good. The meal was enjoyable. Only had to pay for two and not for like six, including strangers I never met before in my life. There's, no, there's only one thing. I don't want to make a big drawn-out thing, but one thing I want to say about Jeff Rimmer. Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. Yeah. God. I mean, talk about having no shame. Like it's like it's uh, an entitlement of some kind, you know. Well, I know you're making a lot of money, so here's the check, Pally. You know, hi, buddy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, don't even look at it. Just pass that thing down <laughs> and stick it in my hand. And oh, ooh, the thought of it. 
Five six seven oh five sixty. How's the uh, who is the greatest fictional character in uh, movies or TV? We're asking today. NeilRogers dot com. Three hundred and fifty four votes. And George is cracking his knuckles again. James Bond one ten. Superman forty one. Sherlock Holmes twenty eight. Darth Vader. I mean, this is uh, you know James Bond is so far ahead. Yeah. Darth Vader twenty seven. Archie Bunker twenty four. Indiana Jones twenty one. Michael Corleone nineteen. Batman thirteen. Dracula eleven. Mad Max 10, Captain Kirk 8, Dirty Harry 7, Inspector Clouseau 5, Mr. Spock 4, Spider-Man 4, Bugs Bunny 4 already, Rocky 3, uh, George Jefferson 3, Wonder Woman 3, Freddy Krueger's got a pair, I told you. Of course, you can put anybody on there and get a pair. Tarzan 2, Zorro 1, Rambo 1, I bet you that was, uh, uh, who was it? Tina. Yeah. Tony Tina, who's probably got a big pair. Uh, voted for Zorro. Rambo won. Bull, Jink Bull Jinkleway Moose has got one. Frankenstein and Norman Bates don't have any. No votes for Frankenstein? Now, let me say this to you, okay? You remember young Dr. Frankenstein with Gene Wilder? Sure. A panic. Right. Then there was another Frankenstein one with uh, Michael Sarazen. I don't remember the name of it. I don't either. Probably Frankenstein. Frankenstein something. But, mm -hmm. I mean, there was a zillion a Frankenstein zillion. movies. About 30, man. At least. And there was the 3D Frankenstein, the Harvey Corman one. Oh, I never saw that. I saw that in theater, yeah. Was that the definitive one? No. And Frankenstein Unbound. Right. With Robert De Niro or somebody like that. Was he Her talking again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did Clarence come in there and uh, straighten the thing out? Did he no. get him to fill out the time no. sheet and get him on the payroll? No. I'm going to tell you right now, I could be sick for several days, Clarence. You want to play hardball, okay? This is no Chris Matthews up here in Toronto. This is like the old uh, Ew, master at forcing uh, your hand. And if you get your hand out of the beast's long enough to get fill out the paperwork, maybe we get Scott paid, you idiot. These Beasleys, man, what a cheap cheap. And, you know, the immediate response from some of the idiots out there, yeah, but look at all the money they're paying you. The only reason they're paying me that money is, number one, because it's in the contract, and number two, because I'm making them millions and millions of dollars. That's the only reason. And believe me, they don't like it. They resent it. In fact, at the bottom of every paycheck, there's like a little note, we're paying you in spite of the fact we're not too happy about it. They even write that on there. But they are so freaking tight. They just don't want to let go. Can you imagine? Can you even begin to imagine the amount of money those Beasleys have got? No, I don't want it. It'll make me Oh, up. Jesus. Every time George looks at that, pay, that, it's a good thing you don't get the check itself. You only get that stub. Right, stubby. Kind of like me. It's one of the few things we have in common. Every time we look at our stubs, we start to cry. <laughs> Here's Riviera Beach. Hello. Uh, how about for your poll, King Kong? No. And by the way, one more gulp of oxygen before the next call, please. <laughs> but what? It sounded like he was on the verge of... Maybe that was Governor O'Bannon from Indiana calling from his hospital bed. Uh-oh, too late. Five, six, and oh, King Kong was, uh, although, you know, I really shouldn't poo-poo that so bad because King Kong. We could do was, movie monsters one day. I think King Kong is good. I want to take that back. Well, I apologize, sir, but take, gulp the oxygen anyway. No, King Kong is good. Well, then we have to put Godzilla uh, uh, no, in there. Nobody doesn't know King Kong. Right. No, forget about Godzilla. Godzilla is small potatoes. But King Kong was, like, huge. Godzilla made more movies. Did he? Sure. Well, let's put them both on there, okay? King Kong and Godzilla for the big people out there, for the big, for, like, the John Holmes crowd. How about John Holmes? <laughs> no, he was for real. That was the sad part. Five six seven oh five sixty. By the way, he's still dead in Peter North just turned eighty two, and he's still squirt squirt a straight shooter. 
That'd be a good poll. Who's the best straight, uh, straight shooter from movies of all time? Clint Eastwood, Peter North. Cannon. John Holmes. Five, six, seven. He was he was disgusting, you know what? Stop and think. That's no. a good poll for one day, too, like when we have nothing else to do, like maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously, the grossest porno star of all time. Oh, Harry Reams. Ron Jeremy. Oh, there we oh, go. Yeah. You have a winner. Hands down your pants, even if he is still double-jointed. See, what I don't understand is, and I did see that one flick I did a long time ago where he does himself. Mm -hmm. But how can you have such a big pupic and still have that? I mean, that is quite a feat. Right. It's a spine so, thing, not a gut thing. It's a spine thing? You have to be able to bend your spine. I see. Mo could do it, but he's spineless. 20 till 1 at 560. WQM, we got the Mad Dog. Boy, is that going to be a sorrowful thing today from uh, 2 to 4. I, I would have loved to have heard him at the end of the game yesterday. Oh, wow. He must have been psychotic. Absolutely. Wow. Then we got the Humper is back in town. It's about time. It looks like he's on his schedule now. The party's over, Hank. Hank from 4 to 635 at Shula's. And then we got all the Marlin stuff. And then we're going to be taping the Ricky Williams show at the Cleveland or on South Beach 708 tonight. Any interest? No. After yesterday? And don't bring no eggs or watermelons or stuff like that. Ooh, that was a bad choice, you know what? Uh -huh. Anyway, Gracious. let me tell you about, speaking of watermelon, balance for life. They might bring you a little slice, although they have some beautiful fruit. Have you ever seen the beautiful strawberries they use? And yes, I have. Blueberries. And, big as your and Captain Quig would really be proud. You'll be proud, too, when weight is off your body and you start losing like crazy and you can fit into some real clothing because balance for life, if you stick with it, really works. You can lose a ton of weight like the Beast has done. You'll sure, I guarantee you, after a week, you'll look better than he does right now. There's no cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no calorie counting, no carbohydrate counting, no big song and a dance, no figuring with diaries and crap. All you do is just pick up the black sack at your doorstep every morning by 6 in the morning, wherever you want them to deliver it, and it's right there, as dependable as the weather in Alaska. And right inside your sack are three delicious, fresh, gourmet meals, two delicious snacks. You can't beat it with a stick. Nothing frozen, nothing artificial, no preservatives, no little boxes of garbage. Everything made with the beautiful, fresh ingredients that you love. And, of course, there's plenty of food in there to keep you on the program all week long. And they, the only choices you have to make are filling out that little diet sheet that they give you, no sheet, every week, two alternatives for each meal every day that you're on the program, and the snacks. So let Balance for Life help you lose that weight finally. You're desperate. It's unhealthy. You look like crap. You're walking around wearing top tents and gigantic oversized guayaberas. Forget about that. Let Balance for Life help you see the results on that scale within days and keep losing it. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229 and change your life and waistline forever. Or check them on the web if you like at balanceforlife.com. <laughs> <laughs> Up the butt. He's a superstar. In his pants. In the NBA. But he went too far. On a date When he called her to his street, she was shocked as hell. He was hanging to his feet. He didn't bring a bell. So he ate the food. And they had a kiss. That's what things got through. He said, look at this. Unless it's 
1248 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. we got uh, heavy-duty stuff going on this week, don't we? We don't know what any of it is yet. Well, yeah. it's kind of like back to uh, the regular schedule. Well, that's good. That's a good start. And then we got all the dolphins coming in, killing some good time. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. This team is out for some kind of vengeance. Five six seven oh five sixty. You know what it reminds me of? Remember Jimmy's Johnson? Yeah. We got a shot. Remember that? Sure. It's enough to inspire me almost, not quite, but almost to play. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. I bet you it's not enough to make a lot of people want the, those days back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think so. Ain't going to happen. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I made, I, I don't know what I was thinking about, what I was smoking, but I made the biggest mistake of going to see the hurricane down at the toilet bowl. I'm sorry, the orange bowl. Yeah. And uh, it was quite an experience. Of course, I'm a Gator fan, but I didn't wear orange and blue, knowing how nasty and rude they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had plastic bottles being thrown at us. Um, they stopped serving alcohol at halftime. Whoop-de-doo. It's an 8 o'clock game at night. So oh, yeah, by, by 6.30, they're already all plastered exactly. in. Can't beat by, that Gator meat. Yeah. Exactly. By 5 p.m., they were wasted. But then, you know, they had to add insult to injury and drink more alcohol in the stadium. So it was just a beautiful experience. And I, I'm just looking so much forward to going back down to Miami with all those great Hurricane <laughs> fans. They are they are the, an embarrassment to the city. They're an embarrassment to, to humanity. What yeah, to pigs, the human race, that's correct. What pigs? They are such pigs. They have no class at all. They can win ten national championships and they're still scumbags. Excellent That's all point. I got to say, Neil. Have a good day. And you too. They're very well said, you know. Even a championship scumbag is still a scumbag. Don't forget. Hurricane f***ing blow. Exactly. I'm so sick and tired of that whole ambiance of what that thing has become. To, like, it's, it's not even a university anymore. It's just a football factory. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Right. Aiming at pornography to hit music piracy. I want to make sure I get this stuff in before uh, 2 o'clock. This is on our website, too, from the New York Times. The recording industry struggling to curb music piracy now is shining the spotlight on another demon lurking on the Internet, pornography. Oh, my God. Right. The industry is trying to enlist broader public support with a campaign intended to show that its nemesis, the peer-to-peer networks for swapping files like Kazaa and Morpheus, are used not only to trade songs, but also pornographic images, including child pornography. As a guy in the record industry and as a parent, I am shocked that these services are being used to lure children to stuff that is really ugly, said Andrew Lack, the chief executive of Sony Music Entertainment, the same people that had the big deal with Michael Jackson, by the way. Uh, one of the most notorious pedophiles in the history of the universe. Isn't that, isn't that ironic? No. Oh. Others ask whether raising this issue is more than little. Uh, let's call up, uh, what's his name? See if Michael Jackson, see if Tali is home. Eisner? <laughs> Others ask whether raising this issue is more than little cynical from an industry that heavily promotes music with sexual and violent themes. The, the entertainment companies have engaged in a deliberate and despicable campaign of lies to smear peer-to-peer technology for political purposes, say Philip uh, Corwin, a lobbyist for Charmin Networks, the publisher of Kazaa. 
the largest file-sharing service. They're trying to associate us unfairly with the most vile element in society, child pornography. And let me say it again. How hypocritical for the chief executive of Sony Music to be screaming about kiddie porn on the Internet when his company is subsidized and been in business with the world's biggest, most notorious pedophile for a hell of a long time. How many years? About 30, man. Yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. So I just mentioned that in passing. Just another area now where everything's going to be censored. I mean, sure, there should be no kitty porn on that, but now, of course, they're going to have the, the big wide web, you know, on the wicked web. It's just a matter of time before these bastards are going to want to censor everything on there. Just like we got the Republicans now, the right-wingers. Well, we got to stop this offshore gambling, this Internet gambling. Let's just stop everything, okay? Everything could be illegal. <laughs> there you go. Right. You name it. Oh, that's illegal. Now Can't do that. It. Like broadcasting. The only thing that's going to still be legal for poor folks is going to be breathing the fresh air and they're going to start charging for that. You know what it reminds me of? Like in the gas stations, you know? Mm -hmm. And some of them I notice are getting away from that because it's embarrassing. The air? Charging you for air to put air in your right. tires? Well, you got to work that compressor. Yeah. I work can't even this. afford that. I mean, is that unbelievable? Charging you for air to put air in your tires. Mobile, I notice, is to stop doing that. At least the one mobile out there by the sawgrass. I'd like to take that, that hose and stuff it in there. Rectum. Yeah, take your air and uh, stuff it, assholes. Amico, by the way, doesn't do that. I, I don't know. I see quarter slots everywhere I go. How about dime slots? That's more your speed. <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixteen. A bunch of hot shots. When you said quarter slots, it just I started thinking about quarter mania. <laughs> quarter mania. Why couldn't, couldn't I want a 23 million, huh? Bunch of assholes. Here's a call from Jacksonville that says, Hello. Well, I'm on the wrong line. I knocked that one off. Pembroke Pines, hello. Yeah, hey, Neil. Love your show, buddy. Uh, yes, sir. I just wanted Wait to till we start doing good shows. It's going to be great. Yeah, I know. Uh, a little follow-up to the guy before on the University of Miami. Oh, wait. That's the University of Coral Gables, isn't it? Right. And by the way, you can't spell scum without U-M. Okay. I love you. Little old, thank you very much. Little old, but absolutely correct. Absolutely correct, sir. Yeah, the U-M, uh, just about, I mean, they did win the game. I will say that made a big comeback. But the fact of the matter is, you know, expected to win by the spread is 14 and a half, and you win by five and a desperate come from behind at home, no less, where they're expected to win every goddamn game or else. See, that, that's the fallacy of that whole U-M fandom, that whole program, is that if they lose one game, it's a bad season. It's like the end of the world. And everybody, and thousands and thousands jump off the bandwagon. Or if they're not, if they're playing like a lesser light, I mean, that was the Gators, so that's a big in-state rivalry, but if they're playing like East Carolina, is that game, uh, in East Carolina, where is that game next, this weekend? Let me take Scott. a puke. Huh? Well, no, I don't expect you to know, or even Scott to know, because he doesn't give a crap. Oh, it's East Carolina, oh, it's another home game. Oh, let's see how many people they have for the East Carolina Pirates at the Orange Bowl, huh? How many thousand are gonna show up for that? About 30, man. Yeah. Because once again, you can be damn sure that the game on Saturday was probably like 50-50, Gator fans and Hurricane fans. Pretty embarrassing if you ask me. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Not hearing too many Dolphin fans calling in today saying, oh, we'll be back, we'll be okay, we'll kick the Jets' ass. You hear anybody saying that? No. No. They're licking their wounds, man. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Yes, Listen, sir. I'm uh, talking about charging for air. Wait till the U.S. government charges for air to pay for the damn war. Mm -hmm. that, that'll be something. That's the only place they're going to get the money. They've taxed everything else to the hill. They're giving all the wealthy people their tax money back. <laughs> yeah, I was listening uh, at his Diane Reem show on uh, NPR, and out of you know the hours worth of screenless callers, one was pro-Bush. 
And she said, well, you've got all these people, they're screening them, so of course they're going to have that opinion. And Diane went nuts. She said, we do not, do not ever screen. Anyway, listen, you know, that thing on uh, uh, CBS uh, 60 Minutes about uh, Canada with this, uh, is that, yeah, you know, is that really still the way it is? Because I think that program was a year old. About Canada with what? Oh, the terrorists. They're all up there. They're all coming out. Oh, that's a, that's a bunch of bull crap. They've got this one group of Pakistanis that they're investigating. They got, I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't plenty of them up here because we've got many, many zillions. I don't know how many millions from the Middle East, you know, Pakis and uh, all these other people. But, uh, you know, they don't know where the hell they are. Well, they made it sound like there's one at every corner, and you better be careful because they're coming out I'm looking out the, the window right now. It looks like one to me. It's a schmata head. Oh, boy. All right. when, you're here, when you're here, you have to check the headgear very carefully. All right. Thanks, Neil. Take care, bud. Hide under the bed is my best advice, especially with Thursday being the second anniversary of 9-11. Almost as exciting as the anniversary of the Y2K thing. Everybody remembers that. Oh, yeah. Huh? The end of the world. It's the end of the world on... on what is it? Why? 2K. I wish I would have saved that story about that P. Why? Why? 36 or whatever the hell it was. Think of all the <laughs> mileage. That hormone. Oh, it was good. Anyway, 1256. Isn't that what she usually says at the end? Oh, it was good. Don't forget, research shows fat is an organ. Guides new research explained ruined diets. And here's the pictures in the National Post today. The secret life of fat. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Boris Badanov. Since Fearless Leader has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for a moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Fair and Balance 1 to 2 hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems I'm out of change for once in my life. Should have planned ahead. Put off the laundry to tomorrow night. But then I wanted some mellow mud, so I put a candy bar from a vending machine. I a card on the street with a minute to feed, not the king should have seen. I used up all the change I need. Should have realized then. Should have broke a ten Should have known That there a toll booth on the way back home But I got nowhere to go That's why I'm asking you, Joe I'm talking to the man in the toll booth I'm asking him to make some change But he answered the body
Feel the change. Anyway, I want to uh, ask you a question about Michael Jackson in the bits in a second. But first, you know what you just faxed me? What? Former Captain 40 wasn't in team's plans. Doug Gilmore expected to retire for keeps today. Yeah. And about the fact that uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have called a news conference Monday at 1 p.m. As and his teammates love him and admire him the most with his heart, his grip. There's Ty Dummy. I mean, Domi. Not all of us can make those moves and the passes that Doug makes. Doug Gilmore, 40, recovering from knee injury. He's retiring today. Nice career, Doug. All right. But time to hang it up, okay? We don't need no more old aging uh, fuddy-duddies, all right, Dougie? Like Phil Housley and all those other guys who can't play no mo. Anyway, the Michael Jackson thing, now, I just want to make sure. I don't think this is it. No. You know the one I'm talking about, the one that I had to ask Bob Green about uh, to the tune of um, We Are the World? What is the name of that? I can't find it nowhere. We I've done the, the best. Huh? The Michael Jackson tour. That's a good question. It's got to be in here. What is that called? Maybe Eric knows what it's called, or at least which uh, it'll, it'll come to me. Will it? Yeah. There's Ty Dummy. He and his wife Amy have been very active working in the community. Good. That's good, uh, Ty. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I really wanted to play that there, but you know the man in the tool boots okay. Sony Music screaming about uh, pedophiles online and child pornography would be like Greg Reed chairing a meeting about uh, sexual harassment in the workplace. Here's Pompano. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got a couple of uh, suggestions for your poll. One Good, because we seem to be petering out here. One of them I can't believe is not on there, and one marginal. But before I do, I got to say something about this uh, BDI born again bozo that we got for president. You yes. know, I actually find myself rooting for the Dow to drop and for the uh, jobless rate to go up, just so that <laughs> I'm sure that he's out of here. Oh yeah, because heaven forbid that the economy makes this unexpected rebound, and so we can get off the hook by saying, "See, all those tax cuts for the rich really work, and it trickled down your leg, and everything's uh, coming up roses." Yeah, and I'm jobless, and I got money in the market. Right. All right. Two suggestions for the poll. I can't believe that the, this is this is supposedly the most popular character worldwide ever on television. Oh it's my Columbo. God. Oh, Columbo, of course. That should be uh, definitely. I can't, on the I can't. Well, they've, they've been pretty weak today. This crowd, you know, the post Labor Day uh, uh, keeper. Yeah. And then the other one is, you remember the old fugitive, the, uh, David uh, yeah. Jansen. David was it Jansen? David Jansen. Yep, that was a great character. College kids were. That was like a. a it was a cult following for that show. When yeah, it and, and, and they and they uh, made like seventy-five different movies out of it too. Okay, I'm going to put them both on there. They're both good. Okay. Thanks a lot, pal. All right, buddy. Colombo and the Fugitive. How do you like that? Got him? Got him. Five six seven oh five sixty. Now you'll notice that uh, the overwhelming majority of these. Well, maybe not. Maybe I'm getting a little curious. No, I think so. Most of these that we've had suggest they are like movie characters, not TV. Right. Which don't you find that a little bit strange? Because TV characters are like, you know, it's recurring. Like the the famous shows, they stay on for years and years, as opposed to. Like movies, there aren't really all that many sequels. There are a few, you know, like Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever. But there just aren't that many uh, sequels, relatively spicken. So don't you find it a little peculiar? Maybe TV, maybe that tells you how bad TV is. It's bad. How about canon fodder? For your fodder, for your fodder. Now, we're not putting canon on there. I just like the William Conrad. I thought he was neat. I thought he was great. Of course, you don't watch any of those. So why right. would you watch Columbo? You don't watch exactly. Columbo either, right? Why would I? If I was going to watch a cop show, it wouldn't be about a uh, fat, bald one. Or a guy with one eye. Pop in a trench coat. Watch out for those uh, old guys in the trench coat. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Lake Worth. Hello. Hey Neil. Good afternoon. And good afternoon to you. You were talking uh, about this internet pornography stuff. There was a very interesting case of a man that lives right here in South Florida, where all the other scum originates. Oh my God. That that was. Uh, Doing websites, and he was basing the websites on type, typos that people would make, like Teletubbies. He would have a website that would be one letter off, and he would lure kids to these sites, and mm -hmm. he'd get 25 cents per hit on each site from these companies. And they busted him down here in South Florida. He was pulling down a million bucks a year. Jesus. And our uh, John Ashcroft, I saw something on uh, ABC World News, and he's now going after the vendors of the videos and toys, the legitimate vendors, and they're going to go after these videos as being obscene. And they're trying their first now, is, case. This, is this more obscene or less obscene than those breasts on well, the statue that he covered up? I mean, I don't even know what constitute obscene. I mean, a porno's a porno, and and the guy, you know, the guy that's getting sued, he's like, look, I'm not forcing anybody to buy it. You know, you have mm -hmm. to have a credit card, you have to have right. your page, you know, verified. But this is the first time, the first case, so this is going to be the precedent. This guy's actually going to court. He's a big vendor out in California, mm -hmm. and they're going after him to try and shut him down. And it's going to be really scary to see what happens because, like you said, if you know, as long as it doesn't involve children, I mean, who cares? Right. And the third well, obviously thing, John Ascroft cares because he doesn't want us all to rot in hell. No, no, and uh, he's got to save he, us from ourselves. And and those statues with the naked boobs hanging out, but. And also to answer a question that one of your callers had in regards to all of this war and everything, and one of your callers asked how we're going to, we're going to pay for it. And it's very simple. They're borrowing the money. And that's why the deficit is going way up, because all of this money is not money that we actually have. It's money that we're just adding to the deficit. So right. we're, just we're just borrowing it. If these people, like myself, I got $800 for my two kids. I didn't need it. I gladly would have said, hey, you know, you, you take it back for all I care. I don't right. need it. That's that right. money... That money is not a tax break per se. That money is an advance on the taxes. So no matter how you want to look at it, eventually you're going to be getting 800 bucks less down the road. Mm -hmm. And that's how that works. And a lot of people just think that that's money that the government's going to give you. Yeah, no, they're giving it to you this year, but over the course of the next few years, it's going to come back out of your taxes. So really all it is is an advance on your money. And all the rest mm -hmm. of and all the, the rest of the money that they're going to spend on this abortion of a war is simply they're going to borrow it. And that's why the deficit is just ballooning. It's going to be the biggest one that we ever had. And you you know had what? to hand it to them, though, in just two years to be able to come in and take a $2 trillion surplus and turn it into a $500 billion deficit. And, and you know, the... President Clinton had put us on such the right path, and yeah. I know Al Gore... For, you know, I know you're not a big Gore fan, but you know what? He was another one that said that he wanted to keep the budget balanced. And you know what? Within four years of his term, we would be at a zero deficit. And well, right the problem, now, the problem with Gore was he couldn't win a fixed election. That was the problem. No, I understand. But, you know, and, and uh, last of all, I, I don't know how the Panthers are going to survive this year without Peter Worrell. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. Love no you. comment. See you. Of course, uh, I will say this, there won't be anything for the people to be screaming about because that was the one thing, hey, come on, Warhol, hit somebody, come on, you know, and that was the big excitement because the team basically sucked. And uh, I don't know what the hell, I don't know what to say because it's uh, the ticket prices continue. They didn't raise them, but they're still outrageous. 
and they're going to put a very mediocre product out there, barring some miracle that happens before the season started, which I don't know who the hell they're going to get who's left. Uh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. You know what I'm saying, George? It's going to be outrageous. Right. But that's okay because, uh, you know, you got your little core fans. How many season tickets we got this year? About 30, man. Research shows fat is an organ. Yeah. You know who I need to find? Who? The organ Maybe grinder? I'll find him on the street corner. I need to find the organ grinder. Yeah. Get rid of this uh, organ. No, I, I, I sat on the throne <laughs> reading this story this morning. It was a real <clears throat> fly opener. I'll get, we'll get to it. Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQM, the hostile, hysterical mad dog at two. He's going to be wound up like an alarm clock today. You just know he's pissed off and fired up after that incredible, unbelievable loss yesterday to a little teeny tiny girls team from uh, who knows where, from probably Lubbock, Texas. A bunch of little children, none of them over the age of ten. If you've got a really crappy job, if you're underpaid, if you feel like you're working your ass off and getting nowhere, like you're on a treadmill, underappreciated by some asshole boss, which is the case in most uh, most of life, how'd you like to have yourself a new high-paying career thanks to getting some skills at Fast Train? Call Fast Train today and change your life. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They can have you trained and certified before year's end. And the demand for computer professionals is continuing to grow. There's no end in sight. So there's no better time than right now to get you out of your rut into a new high-paying career. Just ask Todd Drake. He'll tell you what a scam he's got pulling at QAM. You can make even more money than he is. Fast Train offers job placement assistance, convenient to evening and weekend schedules, and now six Florida locations, including four in South Florida, so there's bound to be one convenient for where you live. Fast Train offers you financial assistance. So pick up the phone and call Fast Train today, toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. you got nothing to lose but that dead-end job. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. First, check them out on the web at FastTrain.com, and then make that toll-free call and ask away. It's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live, live, and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Coming next year, the King of Pop, Penetrate. your hometown, touring to benefit the Cardinal Classy School for Wayward Boys. It's Michael Jackson. You know my good ladies and picky. I've got a very appetite. Michael Jackson Benefit Yes, Michael performs all of his greatest hits from oldies with the Jackson Five. They're learning the ABCs. I'm getting down on my knees. Removing the dungarees. ABC side of me, baby, you and me. That's right. From the timeless tunes of the Jackson Five to the classic solo work, Michael Jackson's benefit tour aims to please. Say, say, say what you 
the rousing finale as Michael sings the song he wrote for the children of the world with the Vienna Boys Choir backing him up. I don't like girls. I like male children. They are the ones who turn me on and hate. I hope they're willing. It's a choice of great Michael Jackson classics like Billy's Jeans, Do You Know How to Tell Time, and of course, Smooth Criminal. Yes, it's Michael Jackson's tour to benefit the Cardinal Clancy School for Wayward Boys. Get your tickets now. Boys under 10 admitted free when accompanied by no one. They're black, they're white. They're really, really tight. They're black, they're white. They're really, really tight. Yeah, Tommy Matodia was really pissed off we didn't find that, so I dug and dug. 1994, Best of Neil, son. How do you like that? And it'll be in my DCS momentarily. Like right after the show. How do you like them apples? All right. That's a classic. That's one of the all-time greats. And to think that it nearly slipped through the there cracks, that would be really bad. Don't want to be losing that. Doug Gilmore retires, by the way, old number 93. There he is. So. So thanks for the memories. This thing you just faxed me, this is sensational. I Love My Country, I Hate My President by James C. Moore. It's a Co-author of Bush's Brain, How Carl Rove Made George W. Bush President. I should read this, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't have time right now, though, do I? Can I read this in seven minutes, you think? Yeah. Okay. It's like three minutes. He's... It is? I'll give it a shot. By James C. Moore. He says, when President Nixon died, I was assigned to travel to California and report on the funeral for a group of TV stations. Although your Belinda's beautiful with the kind of appeal that's drawn millions to Southern California, I wasn't interested in being a journalist at the funeral. Sure, this was history, but I despised Richard Dixon. His lust for power, his absolute distrust of the public nearly destroyed our country's constitution. I think God even had some feelings about Nixon. For the first time in your Belinda's recorded history, hail fell a half a foot in a few minutes just before the eulogies were to begin. After our satellite trucks have been rattled and our rental cars dented, the historical revisionists began to march to the podium to try to find good things to say. Every man, of course, should have friends to speak of him at his passing, but they should speak the truth. Let the opinions of his enemies also be heard. None of Nixon's was spoken for, and there were, they were many in manifest all across America. Another reporter, knowing that I had come of age during the Vietnamese and Watergate eras, asked me what I thought about the former president being gone. I tried to remain ambivalent, but it wasn't easy. It's not a good thing to be happy about somebody else's death, I told her, but I certainly won't miss him, nor do I think will our country. I know a lot of very patriotic people who, if they were here, would ask to open the casket so that they could drive a stake through his heart to make certain he was dead. I gave in to dark, tasteless humor, but it was true. Nixon had scared and angered people in a way no president before ever had. I wasn't certain my country was going to survive his lives until I heard the reassuring timber and congresswoman Barbara Jordan's voice as she said, My faith in the Constitution is whole. But I only despised Richard Nixon. I never hated him. I've never known what it is to like to hate anyone until now, until George W. Bush became president. I hate Mr. Bush and what he's doing to my country. I can't believe the range of duplicities involved in his administration, the gratuitous lying to serve profit and political purpose. As the president lies about Iraq, lies about the economy, lies about the environment, lies about his tax cut, lies about the education bill, lies about the budget, lies about his real interest in Africa, lies about Hall Halliburton, he's destroying the American public's faith in the democratic process. Mr. Bush has done things in my name and yours which repulse me. I have no doubt that Saddam Hussein's two sons needed to be brought to justice, but I was disgusted that my country gave sponsor to the notion of showing their dead faces on TV as though that might reassure the Iraqis. 
This was the modern international equivalent of brutal tribes placing their conquerors foes head on a spike in the town square. I despised the way Mr. Bush, Donald Rumsfeld, and all of the neocons had developed a military plan that sent our brave soldiers to secure oil fields rather than protecting the people of Iraq, the institutions of their culture and commerce, which Saddam Hussein had been misusing for decades. The President and his cynic-in-chief, Karl Rove, are using a manufactured war to keep Americans scared, and it's working. But I'm ashamed that the President of my country would go back to the U.N., the very organization he ignored when he launched the war, to ask help in securing Iraq. Mr. Bush grew up in West Texas where billboards dot the Permian Basin landscape with a message, U.S. out of U.N. And because Rove wants to keep the fundamentalist right happy, Mr. Bush made clear that he would act without the imprimatur of the U.N., and now he has the audacity to seek its help. I'm repulsed by my president. He allowed the drums of war to get hammered over aluminum tubes, which were never meant for anything more deadly than the making of rockets. The whole notion of the tubes being part of the construction of a centrifuge had been refuted by several international organizations, including America's own Lawrence Livermore Laboratories, 14 months before the story was leaked to a compliant, lazy U.S. media. The tubes were for the construction of Medusa 81 rockets, an Italian-designed weapon. Everybody in the intelligence community knew it, and Rove and the White House Iraq group sent down orders that government intelligence experts were to keep their mouths shut about dissenting information. I'm ashamed of the actions that my presence allowed to take place in our democracy. Ambassador Joseph Wilson and his wife have spent most of their lives in service to our country. When he was asked by the State, State Department to check on claims that Iraq had tried to acquire uranium from Niger, Ambassador Wilson came back to report the documentation was a complete fake. The White House ignored his intelligence, and the president put the claim in his speech. Wilson, who has devoted his life to the truth, wrote an op-ed piece in the Times, and not too many weeks later discovered that columnist Robert Novak was revealing his wife's name and her undercover responsibilities for the CIA. Novak has long been Karl Rove's favorite leak. During the presidential campaign, when reporters began talking about Mr. Bush's time in the Texas National Guard, Rove suggested, you guys shouldn't make too much of a few missed meetings. A few days later, during a discussion on the issue on CNN's crossfire, Novak told other commentators they were getting carried away over a few missed meetings. He is Rove's conservative hand puppet. By leaking Ambassador Wilson's wife named Novak, and by Novak writing a column about her, Karl Rove has committed treason, violated the National Security Act, and should be brought to justice as surely and swiftly as Osama bin Laden ought to be. All of the undercover operatives Mrs. Wilson dealt with during her career overseas, many of them Americans, are now at risk of being killed by the arms dealers who thought they were something other than CIA agents. There are too many lies, too many transgressions to list. Richard Nixon, in a less cynical era, told only one, and we were all supposedly affronted, supremely affronted by what he did to our democracy. George W. Bush and Karl Rove has told dozens, each one of them more damaging than lying about the break-in of a political headquarters, and yes, Bill Clinton lied, but nobody died. He told an all-too-common male lie about consensual sex, but he did not send the sons and daughters of America marching off to war wearing the boots of a well-told lie. George W. Bush's one term will mark a low point in our country's history, but if we pay closer attention and we vote, we can recover. I love my country, but I hate my president. Written by James C. Moore, author of Bush's Brain, How Karl Rove Made George W. Bush Presidential. Outstanding. I like it. Thanks to whoever faxed that. I beg your pardon? It was five minutes. I liked it. Well, no, but at least before the break, we got to get the commercials in, man. I don't like this, uh, you know, start and stop stuff. You know what that's all about. I don't like mm -hmm. uh, interrupt this ejaculitis. Once I start, I like sweeping it right on through. How's that pool coming? Who is the greatest fictional character in movies or TV of all time? James Bond, hands down your pants, 134. Superman, 47. He could fly. Darth Vader, 40. Archie Bunker, 36. Sherlock Holmes, 33. Indiana Jones, 32. Michael Corleone, 22, Batman, 17, Dracula, 14, tied with Bugs Bunny. Mad Max, 11, everybody else in single digits, small taters. 
26 after one. Doug Gilmore retires, and the Leafs will not be wasting money on number 93 this year. That's good. Nice career, Doug. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for all the good stuff. Go away. Hey, if you're trying to make that weight go away, if you're on the Atkins diet or any of the other low-carb diets like that, what does she call it, the uh, Susie Summers uh, summer-sizing uh, super the Susie super Smith diet. What is it? <laughs> oh, that's the one she put her kids on. It's the underwater diet. Anyway, if you're on a low-carb diet, you'll love this store that we always talk about, Delights of West Boca, because it's the uh, store for you, the number one low-carb sugar-free uh, store in the universe. Over 900. Is Skippy ever going to get me a new copy for this? No. Oh, just ask him. With over 900 low-carb sugar-free products, Delights of West Boca is introducing new ones all the time, like their new low-carb instant cup of soup. All you do is add a little water to it, pop it in the microwave. It's a low-carb meal in a cup in four delicious flavors. Be sure and try. their fantastic low-carb muffins for a quick breakfast, and they've got all kinds of good stuff. Low-carb hot cocoa, your individual-sized cheesecake, apple cider, blondies, brownies. How about blondie? And don't forget Delight's incredible selection of low-carb pastas, sauces, dressings, chips, chocolates, their world-famous Carbolite ice cream, the brand-new Judy's low-carb peanut brittle, the Carbolite ready-to-drink chocolate vanilla shakes. It's a low-carb meal in a can. And the At Last, and literally you'll be saying, thank goodness, At Last, chocolate crisp and chocolate mint bars with no maltitol. So those of you with a sensitive, a sensitive stomach like I got won't be spending half the day on the throne. Delight's the Wise Boker for all you dieters out there. It's a, it's a godsend, and all the Atkins brand products are on sale all day. Every day. They're open daily 10 to 10. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 next to Boston Market. If you want more info, just call them toll free at 1-877-LOW-CARB or shop them on the web at lowcarb.com. Delights of West Boca truly be your official Atkins Retail Center. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. I'm dying over here. Don't like all the Harper. Don't, don't, don't. Every time I see. Don't, 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 don't. That retarded dimwitch. Don't, don't, don't. On my TV. He's President of the Republican muscled in and an articulate idiot. I don't know why they would want this guy, but now he's here. We're screwed the next four years with President Thumbs. Percent of Americans think that Iraq had something to do with 9/11. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so what's the hope? What's the chance? You know, maybe there were, but you notice the poll uh, results are changing slowly. Maybe we're just a little bit slow to catch on, but they're finally getting there. You know what I'm eating for lunch right now? I give up. A lukewarm wiener. What? No, that's my lunch. Yeah. Yeah, what? And your dinner? No. Oh. What, what does that mean? In other words, that's all I'm supposed to eat all day? Wieners. <laughs> I said wieners, not tube steak. Oh, God. Thanks to Sandy, by the way, in the North Acres for the fact that you just passed along yeah, about good. the rants. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see what happened. I think it was Friday. I'm not sure that they uh, sealed up all the things. We'll finally I'll get a report this afternoon and see how my friends at Crispy Critters are doing. I never told you this story. I told you part of the story about the ATM people, which right. I thank them very much, by the way, and maybe we'll be calling them. I don't know. But Crispy Critters was, like, kind of dragging their feet on coming out and doing a closing up all the um, the entry points because they're so damn busy. Right. And so finally, and they were supposed to show up on this day and that day, and they weren't showing up, and uh, all they were doing was getting more rats and charging per rat that they caught, which, like I said, I thought was kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. And so John finally called her and said, well, I, I, you don't know who you're really dealing with because, uh, you know, the real name is such and such, but this happens to be Neil Rogers, and he's on a radio, and unless you want, which I thought he really butched up a lot doing that, and they were there in an hour. Huh. Yeah. They were stalling, well, we're really backed up, I'm really busy, and it's a lot of work. And they were there in an hour. So to all my friends at Crispy Critters, I hope you do a really good job. I don't want to see rats no more, and that's it. That's the uh, name of that tune, okay? Because that whole thing of just, you know, putting putting the uh, honey out there or the whatever it is, the peanut butter, and just uh, enticing them to come in, that, that to me doesn't seem like a really good idea, you know? No. It's like kind of opening up all your doors in the summertime and all the screen doors. And, oh, gee, I got skeeters in the house. Get the honey, Junior. Exactly. Here's a call from uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Yeah. Uh, Neil? Yes, sir. Hi. How you doing? Great. Uh, I, I'm... I love you being in Toronto. I, I was, I'm from Buffalo, and I used to go to uh, Toronto and, and uh, uh, party my ass off. As a matter of fact, uh, I ended up at uh, Sunshine University uh, oh, God. Hospital down at the end of Bloor Street there. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, th there's a few that uh, that you didn't that you didn't mention. The Three Stooges for the poll. Yeah, but that's like three people. I mean, you're talking about Mo. Absolutely. <laughs> Mo no, Howie David? I'm not talking about Mo. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, then. Uh, how about Charlie Chan? Charlie Chan's good. I um, like it. There was another one that was made into a whole <laughs> bunch of movies, and that was with, uh, I believe, with Myrna Loy and uh, Powell, and where, 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 they, Powell. where they got killed. Thin right Man. Man. We, the yeah, Thin Man. We, the yeah. Thin Man. Yeah. I can't believe George remembers that. That was before George was born. Well, it, it, that was a, it, that was a great series of movies. Right. And uh, but it won't get no votes. But uh, uh, I guess I guess uh, uh, this this thief last night when when he was talking on on our television, it gave me time to clean the toilets. And uh, <laughs> yeah. But but uh, uh, but have a great day. Know. Okay, he's a little uh, tongue tied. Thank you, sir. That was a good one, Charlie Chan. Right. Yeah, Even sure. You probably, you know, this guy was a little bit tongue-tied. Let's see. Oh, here you go. How about Jim Rockford, uh, the Rockford Files? What do you think? No. Yeah. Says, I wish I owned every episode. The ones with Stuart Marblin were the best. Stuart Marblin? It's a good suggestion, Dan, but I, and he says, for crying out loud. <laughs> 
Don't get so upset, Dan. It's just for fun. It's just a little poll, okay? Just to kill some time on a boring Monday in South Florida. Uh, here's one that says, I thought one of the greatest lines from a movie, Three Days of the Condor, was uttered by Joe Turner. The Robert Redford played character to Higgins. The Cliff Robertson played character when he said, the problem with you guys, the CIA, is that you think not getting caught in lies is the same as telling the truth. Maybe that's where George W. gets his uh, speech strategy from. That's a poss possibility. Although, uh, when are they going to start not telling a lie? Here's one that says, I'm disappointed in Davey. Uh-oh. Well, see, nobody, if you're pleasing everybody out there, just like this show, and one of these days we will start doing some good radio, but not soon. Uh, if you're pleasing everybody, you're doing something wrong. Right. Because that means you're boring. Wrong. You know? Right. Just like George, he must be doing a lot right when he uh, fills in because, God, he pisses off tons of people. <laughs> like everybody. <laughs> a high percentage of the audience. About 30, man. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I think I'm choking on that wiener. Oh, God, I hate doing that. Yeah, that's new. It is. Uh, don't confuse me with Marilyn Chambers, okay? Or Linda Lovely. <laughs> I don't think there's any chance of that. You never know. I might dress up in my <laughs> spare time. Disappointed in Davey writes, I realize I'm probably in the minority with the opinion, but I hate the Pharrell show. How do you like that? I'm going to kick his ass and then I'll steal his toupee. Okay. Calm down. You'd, it says you'd expect with a voice so grating that it sounds like he's a pack of cigarettes and a couple of cocktails away from a laryngectomy. <laughs> he would at least be entertaining is what it says. Anyway, he says, as for me, I don't care about your package or your girlfriend's rack. I don't want your tickets, and you're not funny. But anything is better than Mo, I guess. See, now, there you go. See, See, one thing about Pharrell, even the people who hate him say, hey, he, I don't like what he's doing. I can't stand his voice. But it's a big improvement over Absolutely. the Mo man. Yeah, he's so no he comes Mo. In, he comes in. Everybody in town's got open arms and legs waiting for uh, uh, any anything, any alternative. Please, just like that thing, I hate the bird, you know. Right. I hate the Mo man. And they do. They hate him. And let me say it again, all you Dolph fans out there, it's the Mo it's the Mo curse. The curse of the Mo man. Because the football gods know that you really got a, a Jets fan and the whole family, a bunch of Jets fans. You got a Jets fan there uh, pretending he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Which is why he keeps picking those dingleberries. Because when a sheep sheep has got that long hair, you know? Yeah, the wool. Then every, no, I'm telling you, they got the long wool, and every time they do it, they get dingleberries caught in it. Like a cat, one of those long-haired cats. Ooh. So that's uh, the story with the mole man. Now, if we get Bill Zimfer back, then the Dolphins might step it up a little bit. I just mentioned that in passing. I'm just thinking out loud, you know what I mean? Absolutely. 136 votes for James Bond, the greatest fictional character in uh, movies or TV. Superman, 49. It's no contest. James Bond. Darth Vader, 42. Archie Bunker, 38. Well, I haven't played no uh, All in the Family bits. Remind me. Don't forget. Indiana Jones, what? Indiana Jones, 36. Sherlock Holmes, 33. That's pretty good. Michael Corleone, 22. Yeah, I mean, his as the actor, his performances there were great. But the, the character itself is, you know what I mean? That's why he's not right. doing all that great. The character was good. But quite frankly, if I was going to really pick a, a character from the Godfather movies, even yeah. though he was only in the first one, it would have to be the Godfather. Right, Sonny. Sonny, I voted Sonny when we took that poll. You you think Sonny was the? No, forget about Sonny which one you like the best. Sonny was yeah. the best character in that movie. Well, again, what's the, what's the criteria? Best based what's on. What's the matter with you? I think your brain's going soft. Yeah. Although I still do enjoy. The bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. The bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. The bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. I love it. 
I also liked the very short line, two words when he said, I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Remember he was on the phone getting yeah, a little hysteric. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Control that famous fight. temper of yours, Sonny. Superman 49, Darth Vader 43, Archie Bunker 36. I'm repeating myself. Uh, Indiana Jones 36, Sherlock Holmes 33, Michael Corleone 22, Bugs Bunny 18, Batman 17, to the Batmobile. And what do you think uh, Dick Grayson and uh, Bruce Wayne were doing up there? What do you think Bruce was doing with Dick? Sliding up and down poles. Dracula 16, Mad Max 12, Dirty Harry 10, Captain Kirk 9, Inspector Clouseau 9, Spider-Man 7, Fred Sanford 6, Mr. Spock Sp uh, 6, Rocky 4, Wonder Woman 4, Bullwinkle J. Moose 4. See? You have little faith. Godzilla 4, Tarzan 3, 3 for Freddy Krueger, 3 for George Jefferson. Frankenstein's got 3. Norman Bates 3. Rambo 2, Zero, 1. And no votes for King Kong, Columbo, or The Fugitive. And we have yet to get Charlie Chen on there, but Eric will momentarily. Trust me. Or else. 18 till 2 at 560 WQM. By now you've been hearing us talk for a long time about laminates or us and how laminated wood flooring from Laminates R Us is the smart, the easy, the low-maintenance alternative to very expensive natural wood flooring. Laminates R Us is the best place for you to find laminated wood flooring from the top names in the industry, Perador, Pergo, Wilson Art, Unifloor, and Quickstep. They've got all the top names, all installed by Pergo certified installers, too. Here's another really good reason why you ought to be calling Laminates R Us. Their prices will floor you. They're unbeatable. Right now, you can get their September kickoff special. For just $1,995. That's correct. Just 1995 gets you up to 380 square feet of beautiful laminate wood flooring. It is positively unbelievable. And Laminates for Us will match any legitimate written offer, too. If you want a free in-home estimate, call Laminates for Us toll-free. Tell them that old crusty needle told you to call 1-877-777-3336. What could be easier? You get free carpet disposal, free furniture moving, a 25-year warranty, and years and years of beautiful, easy-care laminate wood flooring. What's not to like? Call Laminates for Us today, toll-free, 1-877-777-3336. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. Saturday night on CBS, Edith is back from the dead. It's the 20th anniversary of All in the Family. Oh, looky there. If it ain't John Jalloween. Oh, Daddy, don't be such a poop. Oh, jeez. Now, whatever happened to my little girl? Look at this. Why don't you push yourself away from the table, huh? Maybe have a salad once in a while? Daddy, don't you know how many of the world's people have never had a decent meal? Again with the charity spiel, Well, it's true. Charles, why don't you send them the bones from the turkey you had for breakfast, oh. huh, buttercream? <laughs> I thought she was pushing up daisies by now. Oh, no, Archie. The last episode was all a bad dream. It seems so bad to me. Look, who was your back there, beat it? Push the date off. You can give me another beer. Huh? Oh, okay. The 20th anniversary of All in the Family, Saturday night on CBS. Brought to you by IBS Home Correspondence School, where you can learn auto mechanics, gun repair, basketball. <laughs> 146 at 560 WQAM. Don't let me forget about that fat thing. Don't forget. Here's the Moral Gables. Hello. All right. Excellent. Was that on hold music, or are they playing like a little a melody for us? Yeah, it's on hold. I see. Here's Aventura. Hello. Hello. 
Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I think uh, Ralph Cramden was one of the longest-lived characters that I can remember on any kind of show at all. Yeah, that's good. And he was very entertaining. Okay, thank you. Ralph Cramden, we got him on there? Good. How about Lucy? No? What about her? She don't belong on the list? Sure, I guess. Well, geez, I mean, no, like, no response, especially, uh, you know. Oh, that's right, maybe it didn't rub off on her. Lucy! Ralph Cramden and Lucy, come on, get with it. Research shows fat is an organ. i got to get to this before we run out of time. This is so muy importante. And it's not about diets. It's about uh, why you might want to go on one. Is Cramden with a K? No, it's with a C. With a, Maybe with a special K. <laughs> God. Is Cramden with a K. Ralph Cramden. Lucy. Lucy. Oh, geez. It's too bad that they're both dead. You know who I would have loved to see perform together? Can I give Jack, you a clue? Jack is oh. And Desi? And Desi Arnaz. Celia and Desi. You know what they might have? You think? Who knows? You you think so? <laughs> if the In the anatomy textbooks, the major organs are easy to find. The liver is always brown, the spleen is green, the heart is red, and the small intestine is squeezed like a row of sausages into the abdomen. But one of the principal organs present in close to 50% of North American men and women is missing. You know what it is? <laughs> Fat. Fat cells are the color of jaundice, greasy and thousands of times bigger than other cells. The average adult is close to 35 billion fat cells, or epidocytes. Did I say that right? Ed, no, adipocytes. Adipocytes. A number that balloons as high as 275 billion in the very obese, like Fat Boy. I bet she's got a trillion. It was the accepted wisdom that these cells live quiet lives as the body's cushions, insulation, and fuel tanks, but in recent years, scientists have been stunned to learn that fat is very busy indeed. Oh, is your fat busy? Oh, it's working like crazy. When fat cells accumulate into a large enough mass, they begin pumping out a toxic array of chemical signals. It's a nasty soup that comes from our fat cells, says Daniel Drucker, a University of Toronto researcher. Many scientists now consider fat an endocrine organ like the pancreas, and nobody will ever want to transplant. This explains why having a big pot belly often foreshadows such woes as diabetes, cancer, and hardened arteries. Think of it as a tumor, says another researcher, one that's caused by soft drinks and french fries and all of these things. If more people realize their love handles are in fact toxic, they might work harder to get rid of them, experts believe. Our new understanding of the secret life of fat has transformed the field of obesity research. Scientists now understand that blocking the molecular signals that fat transmits to the brain and body could lead to a thin pill, and that could be worth billions of dollars. Let's invent it this week. It's almost like a gold rush now, said David Lau, a University of California, uh, Calgary endocrinologist and president of Obesity Canada, a non-profit research organization. Everyone's looking for the magic bullet. And it goes on and on about leptin and bada-beep, bada-boop. It says, a little fat is essential to human survival. In normal amounts, fat cells make, I can't read these words, adiponectin. Okay. You know what that is? No, but you do. You clean it's it up. a beneficial hormone that makes the body more sensitive to insulin, but too much of a good thing can kill. A never-ending avalanche of new studies shows that when large numbers of fat cells accumulate, especially in the belly, creating the dreaded apple-shaped body, uh-oh, they begin secreting chemicals known as adipokines, many of which trigger disease. For example, an adipokine is resistant, resistant to insulin, believed to cause blood sugar levels in the body to rise, leading to type 2 diabetes. It's a huge epidemic in the world, says Bernie Zimmon, director of the Leadership Sinai Center for Diabetes at Mount Sinai Hospital in Toronto. 
And it goes on about diabetes, accumulations of fat also churn out numerous uh, tumor necrosis factor alpha NFT, NTFA. See, I think the A is just on there, only in Canada. It's NTFA, which causes rheumatoid arthritis and C-reactive protein, which is linked to atherosclerosis and heart disease. This explains why obese people are often stricken with multiple health problems, which often vanish when they lose weight. How do you like that? I'm saving this. I'm saving this because, my well, my fat is working overtime. Live and local, this is 560. Radio's all yours now. QAM. The hysterical hound. Well, he's going to be pissed off today. You can just smell it, can't you? Oh, is that what I'm smelling? No, I, I can't even begin to imagine how psychotic he must have been at that. I mean, that was just out of the blue, out of nowhere, you know? I mean, it would be like when the next book comes out and uh, we get like a point one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be bad. It would be bad. How about a point two? Here's Pinecrest. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How are we going? Pretty good. Hey, I wonder if you could tell me, what's better, the black or the Jewish meat you're eating? <laughs> wow. That was pretty clever. Here's Miami. Hello. Uncle Neil, God. Yes, sir. One for your poll, no pun intended. That last guy was a real scum. Right, George. Eleven. Eleven votes. Not bad. He's like in One. the top ten. Two other things. One, I'm converted. George absolutely converted me this summer. George, I'm a fan. And last but not least, having just got back from Tallahassee, it's absolutely endemic what's going on between the Bush family. Uh, what the brother does in Washington, the other brother does worse down here in Florida. Right. But w- one interesting tidbit that I did get is that uh, the rest of the Bush family cannot stand the first lady of the state of Florida. Really? Yes. Dean Columba? Exactly. That hmm. she, uh, apart from the embarrassment that she's created for her husband. Maybe, maybe uh, she didn't smuggle them any gifts back when she came back that time. 
they can, they can be as inclusive uh, inclusive as they want, but the truth of the matter is that uh, she is not uh, what the family's made of, and they're not happy about it. And the brother's not happy about it either. I'll so be damned. This comes from a very good source. God bless, Neil. Thank God that Neil Bush didn't go through a real smelly, nasty divorce, too. <laughs> and have a great day. Okay. Yeah, these are the, uh, see, this is what always happens. You know, the ones, oh, we're born again. We're better than everybody else. We're cons compassionate uh, fascists uh, and all this other bull crap. And then you find out they got 80 million skeletons in their closet. And uh, <laughs> who knows? He's, he might still be drinking heavily, you know? To be acting the way he is, you'd almost sure. assume that he is. And, of course, the old nose problem, all of these things. Sinuses? He's got a little sinus. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should send him to Dr. Hamp, okay? She clear up his sinus problem. If we could just breathe, you know what I'm saying? If we could just breathe a little bit, America would be a much safer place to live. But thanks to John Ascroft, we probably, like I said before, will be paying for that. Not just air in your tires, but the air that you breathe. You'll have like a little meter. And depending on how, you know, in fact, in those, in, in those times, you'll be pleased to have a uh, heavy-duty cold, a plugged-up nose, because it won't sure. cost you so much, right? Right. <laughs> Lower intake. Jesus Christ in the soul, man. How the hell did we get to this? I mean, well, I'll tell you, when Jean Chrétien is starting to look pretty good, that's getting scary. That's starting to get really uh, scary. Okay, here's the last update on the pool. Who is the greatest fictional character in movies or TV? James Bond, 140. Uh, Superman, 51. Darth Vader, 44. Archie Bunker, 41. Indiana Jones, 36. Sherlock Holmes, 34. Michael Corleone, 23. Bugs Bunny, 19. Dracula, 18. Batman Be Heaven, 17. Mad Max, 13. Dirty Hero, 11. Inspector Clouseau, 11. Captain Kirk, 10. Everybody else in single digits. And speaking of a, a little digit, like Jay Fiedler's got, and I realize, I understand, I didn't see the game, I didn't watch it, I read all about it. He wasn't solely responsible for losing the game, even though that dying quail he threw there in the closing minutes of the game, that, that little, uh, what did uh, Pharrell call it? A little lollipop, whatever the hell it was. But nev <laughs> nevertheless, nevertheless, there's some serious trouble on the horizon. Mad Dog's coming up next, he's going to be foaming at the mouth. Bye, bye, bye! Poop, pissing. What else? What am I missing? The hardest 12 inches in football.